I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Marlon. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. And um, Alicia's late. (laughs) Alicia's late. I ain't even go. Can we get a camera pan to her chair? That's where Alicia sits. She's not there. Um, We're working on a hologram. For times like this, <laughs> I'm just gonna get an AI Alicia <laughs> to fill in. But we're joined by royalty, regardless. Guy, especially in this black blood clot, is Easter Month. In this, hey, in this Black History Month, yeah, we have someone who made Black History, man. Listen, you are what did they call her? What they were calling her, a Canadian Olivia Pope at one point. <laughs> <laughs> You um you gave this city a lot of hope, especially for the working class people and the everyday people. Um, you were a voice to the voiceless, and you, you listen. You gave a lot of people a reason to pay attention to politics again, ladies and gentlemen. We got Chloe Brown in the building. Thank you. So make much. some noise, Magda, Make some noise. I need some some gunshots. A little too conservative. She's Jamaican, you know. She's Jamaican. You know. We're we're claiming this one in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are claiming this one. Grenada, I saw you guys out there trying. <laughs> Somebody was like, yo, Brown's a Grenadian. I was like, nigga. <laughs> she eats curry goat, not goat curry. Not true. <laughs> we got to set six straight here. Those South Americans. What are those, those Guyanese South Americans over there <laughs> saying things backwards, letting the Brazilians influence them. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm just... Figuring out how foreign relations are going to survive this. <laughs> <laughs> we, listen, we just got to g- mandate the name. <laughs> Curry Goot. <laughs> None of this reverse shit. Do you guys call it juice box or box juice? <laughs> Yo. Because one's empty. I'm going to tell you guys right now. One's empty. It's called box juice. Because <laughs> the juice is boxed. <laughs> All right. But, yo, we got Chloe Brown here, man. Former mayoral co- candidate. Um, also, you were you are doing a plethora of jobs. Yeah, uh, right now I work at the Future Skills Center where I basically assess the, how the federal government is spending its money on skills development. Mm. I track how a federal transfer program goes into the provinces and essentially makes its way into the city. And yeah, I like what I do and it really just breeds into the other work that I do when I'm on stage. It seemed like it. Yeah. Like <laughs> It seemed like you had the data, yeah, you know what I, I mean? <laughs> Where a lot of people fail to have that, those numbers to back up what they're they're saying and what they're proclaiming on, on, especially during the debates, it's a lot of just grandiose talk of what I plan to do, and with no like concrete mm-hmm. of plans to back it. Do you did you find that a lot even during your debates? Yeah, um, I used to. I help on campaigns when I'm not campaigning myself, okay. and one of the things that always like hits me is that. They'll come up to our neighborhoods, use us as props, but they won't actually act on the data that is given to them. Mm. And yeah, when I got on that stage, Sarah Kleibenhag, she had like 
oh, I'm against mandates, I'm against rules, there's all 400 rules, and that's why I was like, yo, stop. <laughs> like, I understand what you're saying, but it's clear to me you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a very blanket statement. Yeah, and that's one thing that irritates me about politicians. Mm -hmm. You're going to get on stage, and you're going to generalize, and that's going to impact so many people's lives. Yeah. So just do your research, come with the data, and stand on your word, ten toes down. This is not the weather. You can't just <laughs> guess <laughs> what is going to happen with citizens' lives. Like this is yeah. this is real life. Like you're dealing with a lot of every decision you make is like a snowball effect mm -hmm. that could just it could turn. It, we see it. We see it happening now. The effects of a lot of decisions oh, yeah. made years and years ago, or like the lack of decisions, the, or the lack of yeah, yeah. And this is where a lot of people don't realize like political inaction is just as devastating as political action. Talk about it. I didn't know you were bringing bars today. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> we got a bag back there? <laughs> we need a bag. She's, she can't carry all these bars. This is crazy. Hip hop raised me. <laughs> Shout out to the rappers out here. Yes, you were. Listen, some of those debates are a little battle rappy. <laughs> I seen you pointed. Yeah. A one-two clap. <laughs> I got Listen, B. <laughs> Honestly, I'm from Rexdale, Islington, and Finch till I die. Mm, and talk about it. Yeah, it's a lot of people don't realize, like, yeah, we come from these neighborhoods that are reported as violent, but our whole sense of community comes from there. Mm -hmm. The reason why I got on that stage primarily was because I got the degree, I got the right job, I got all the right things. For anyone to tell me I'm not able to do that job was madness to me. Yeah. I work for Tripolitans, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this is where a lot of millennials, I find, are getting their talents underutilized because you have people like John Tory who refuse to leave their position, refuse to take expert advice, refuse to listen to community. And it's like, yeah, it's a bottom up. Like, how are you going to take the highest office with the highest responsibility and then come in and have n act like you have no responsibility? And chill. Yeah. Coast for eight years. Coast for eight years, have second job. Fuck, gal. Listen, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. Jeez, look at the jacket, though. Drip, drip. Drip, drip. Drippy Alicia is here. Adidas out. Oh, my God. Never wears two brands. Never wears two brands. Always keeps it consistent. I was like, do I have Nike socks? Do you ever do that? Nike socks? Like a Nike, Nike yeah. Like socks, yeah. Anything. Like, oh, so you'll mix and match a like, Nike socks with Adidas fit. Yeah. Okay. But sucks. not the kicks. But yeah. not publicly. <laughs> <laughs> Only like, in my house. <laughs> no, but like if my socks were like over my pants or something. Like if you could see it, mm -hmm. then I'm not doing that. That's politics right like, there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's politics. If it's like, you know, covered, then I could wear the Nike and Adidas and Puma and whatever. A lot of my socks are Puma. Puma has the best socks. Puma? Low key. Socks? Like, I don't know. There? Like they're cheap. Like you can get them anywhere. At Costco, you can get them. They're just readily available. Kind of like John Tory Stings. Listen, we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> you didn't miss too much. <laughs> you didn't miss too much. Mm. We are here joined, obviously, by... Chloe Brown. Are you trying to find... Which one's... This no, one's this yours. one's mine. Is that Mine's yours? Mine's one. One? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just... Uh, we're well discussing done. inadequate <laughs> white men um, and so all, all that them? they do. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> She's it. half white. She can say it. I can say it. <laughs> that was a Caucasian half. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, I feel like that's prevalent. Like what you said is prevalent across so many different sectors. When you talk about music, 
Mm. Like the sectors, at least that I know, in the yeah. media, when you talk about things that get greenlit for TV, mm-hmm. uh, music, labels, all that stuff, yeah. it's a bunch of old people mm-hmm. who don't have their finger on the pulse, yeah. who go home and ask their kid what's hot, mm-hmm. and whatever their kid says is yeah, what gets funded. what gets pushed. Mm-hmm. Because that's the, the, oh, ask your friends at school what's hot. And, like, that's their research. Yeah. Instead of looking at the people that are in the field, mm-hmm. really out there working with independent artists to be like, who should we be we fucking with? Because then, they like, you threaten their job. You know what I that's mean? That's the thing. If nobody wants to relinquish their power, mm. no one wants to relinquish that, that by, line bypass. Mm. Because, listen, <laughs> where are they going to work after? Go work, I <laughs> yard. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like a lot of people don't realize wealthy people just occupy positions. They don't work. Yeah. yeah. And once you get to a certain level, I feel like you don't really do that much work. Well, you manage like people to do the work. Well, I know CEOs that are hands on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Where they're actually going through every level of the company, making sure people are good. John Tory is not that guy. Mm-hmm. John Tory is like, yo, I got this spot. Y'all go deal with the poor people over there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the country <laughs> club. I'm going to take whoever with me. And that's yes. the thing. Like, have you seen John Tory in public outside of a campaign? Like, Once, he might as well be a spirit. And he like, looks very angry to be there. It was, <laughs> it was, it was at the remix graduation. Yeah. <laughs> that nigga looked cheese to be amongst so many I was literally just blacks. talking about it. I was like, he was not interested in being there. Not it no. at Dissed all. Norm so many times. He would not shake Norm's hand. Oh, he, like, Norm literally, Kelly? No, 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 no. Okay. Our Norm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There was like another old white. Yeah, like, we know yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. I Thank can't God believe he's it. Gone. Yo, I remember like he got hot because he was dissing Nico. Like, All yeah. he did was tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the city's burning, sir. <laughs> what are you doing? Parts like craziness. Cra- I, I feel like <laughs> our, our every day we wake up is just a lot another Law and Order like episode <laughs> with our mayors. Yo, for real. <laughs> like we do ima- have like. Headlining males, headlining mayors. Can you headlining just just <laughs> leadership in general? Yeah. Justin Trudeau's bullshit that he's gone through. He's been the, the whenever you're the butt of late night jokes, mm-hmm. and you're not American. Oh, you, you fucked up. Because <laughs> they don't care about anybody else. You've got to actually make some real news, a real splash yeah. for these people to pay attention to you. Doug Ford's been a late night troll. Rob Ford was literally on late night TV <laughs> as a guest <laughs> because of his crack and just was so proud to be there. Yeah. He didn't even really deny anything. Having it was Jimmy Kimmel roast him of all of the to his face. People. And he just laughed in sweat. Yeah. <laughs> God rest his soul. Great Jamaican, <laughs> a great Jamaican in Canadian history. We're not gonna we're not gonna diss Rob Ford. Shout out to Stay Queen. <laughs> <laughs> but John Tory, man, this news came out. I feel like this is gonna be like when Kobe died, like, where were you when John Tory <laughs> admitted he fucked somebody at work? What? And I've been hearing just, we've been getting our inside source. We have <laughs> yeah. our inside source. Yeah. We've been hearing some wild things. Uh, all alleged. I got to preface that. All alleged. alleged. We don't know any of these things. No expert advice. No eyewitnesses. <laughs> just some inside <laughs> sources. And <laughs> allegedly, John Tory was going around telling people to call his dick the CN Tower. That's ridiculous. And who wanted no. to who wanted to go to the 360 restaurant? Mr. Bombot. <laughs> Yo, I can't. You know my salad is there? That's crazy. <laughs> That's men disgust me. I just can't. It is 
like, first of all, CN Tower is what not, I wouldn't have went with it. Because nobody actually goes to the CN Tower. <laughs> 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 it's all tourists, but maybe that was his plan all along. Get the foreigns? Hey, man, apparently he was using <laughs> my good, good tax money to Yo, fly on Gallivant. That's the thing that, like, Elia, Europe on all them trip there. She was on it. Yo, oh, when wow. this band should have been promoting Music City, mm. what was John Tory doing? Mm. And that's what's really getting to I me. It's like, out. yo, you could have done this on your own private dollar, but you chose my money? Yeah. I'm already broke. Bro. While telling us to stay home. <laughs> yeah. While telling us to stay home, he's digging foreign crutches. This is <laughs> unhinged. <laughs> I don't care. I hope CTV, I hope y'all see this. This is nuts. <laughs> this is crazy. No, this was like, yo, Eglinton West has been... <laughs> oh my God. Under construction. It's yeah. been 136 years. It really has. I and don't ever understand that. Every time I go back, every like five years, it's still <laughs> tore up. I'm like, what the fuck? It looks the same. <laughs> five year intervals <laughs> is crazy. <laughs> That's so funny. <sighs> but anyways, man, listen, when you when you were running, uh, how did you feel about the reception? When when like were you watching everything or were you trying to stay off the internet? Like, honestly, I. I just didn't even think about it. I just put my $200 in, and I was like, yo, John, I'm coming, bro. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I'm just so done with, like, the old retired establishment mm-hmm. that it's like, you have no hobbies, no bucket list, so what, you're going to come ruin my uh, life facts. and delay my birth plan? Facts. <laughs> facts. <laughs> on, bro. And this is the thing. It's like a lot of, even I fell into the trap of thinking, like, John Tory's too big to fail. Mm. And that's kind of why, like, I have to apologize to Toronto. I came in with, like, a B-minus effort. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I could have done you a lot better just, by y'all. Did you see, did you hear how much money you just said you put in there? Yeah, 100. How much did they put in? Oh, well, that's the thing. Like, the entry fee's 200, but, like, my total say, budget was like 2,000. Okay. So it's, like, I got 17 votes for a dollar. And that's what I really went in to do. It's, like, yo, for... The least amount of money, how many votes can I get? Facts. And as a policy analyst, it's like, no one does that in my profession. Mm-hmm. We're too busy trying to make sure, like, John Tory and Doug Ford don't look bad. Yeah. But I I had some time, had some money, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, just leaving my relationship. And I'm like, yo, I got to do something for me. Oh, not the breakup fire. Not the breakup <laughs> energy. Oh, Her breakup break energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she went to John Tory, she saw that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar! <laughs> well, that's, oh yo, God. honestly, best thing you can do after a breakup is dive back into your community. Mm. You know what I mean? These are the people that support you no matter yep. what happens to you. Facts. So it was like, yeah, like, yo, Forget this guy. Let me go back to my tribe. Let me go represent the people that actually have been holding me up as I've been processing this grief. And honestly, like, best decision I ever made. Like, I missed being in community, talking to people, like, mm-hmm. getting down to the heart of the issue. Yeah. Because, yeah, as a policy analyst, I look at the reports. I get your phone calls. Like, I get all my data from you, but I never get to see you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the politician's job. Yeah. So it's like... I'm not going to lie, like, in my profession right now, all of us are stressed. Pol- like, policy analysts, policy developers, it's like, we are only as good as the people that are elected. Mm-hmm. 
And if the elected government comes in with a messed up mandate, it's like I still got to see that through, even if I think it's ethically wrong. Mm. So it's like defending a, a, being a defendant's lawyer. Yo. And you're like, this guy actually did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a witness. Can't say shit. <laughs> yo, Lincoln lawyer. Like, I don't know if you've seen that Matthew McConaughey piece, but it's like, yeah. yo, I got to do something before he gets me. Facts. <laughs> you know, how do you deal with that? Like ethically for yourself yeah. like how do you yeah. how do you unpack that when you're when you're working under those like i got like my side hustle mm. so it's like I, nine to five i do the empire's bidding and then from five to 12 12 a.m it's like i'm plotting how to dismantle the empire and you got the inside information yeah and mm. that's if you watch the show luther there's a really good quote that's like you have to learn the rules of the game to change the state of play mm. And that's why I'm a policy analyst, because it's like I I beg the government to come for me. Like, you can't come for me unless that's I send. I don't care how, how big you are. You <laughs> yeah. know? No, but it's just like it's it, watching you during those debates was like watching those videos on TikTok where a police officer p pulls someone over wrongfully <laughs> and that person knows their shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, and you hear them like, "Well, actually, section blah 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 says," <laughs> yeah. and you're just like, "You can't give do it this. to them." Fuck <laughs> this. That's what it felt like watching you through yeah. all those debates. Every time they said something, and we as the people, we're civilians, we don't know the information. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we get lost in the jargon. We get lost yeah. in what they're saying, and they make it complicated on purpose so Absolutely. that people cannot be more involved. And with they get those flustered, especially in these high. Um, intensity like moments you yeah know? exactly very we're in the most stressful times ever <laughs> like people just want to hear solutions and they're just listening to buzzwords mm -hmm. yeah. not like very what the concrete plan is to get there mm -hmm. yeah. and a lot of time the plan steps on other people mm -hmm. so it's like yeah just seeing somebody actually know what's being said in order to flip the conversation back and retort something of value yeah. it was like you planted a seed i'm pretty sure for like kids for anyone in this city that really wants to uh what happened the lights are going off <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> for, for anybody that um that wants to get into that line of work and wants to see some changes in this and don't know where to go mm -hmm. and don't think that especially thinking you need millions of dollars oh, or yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars to campaign mm -hmm. you showed you need two thousand two hundred Yo, honestly, like, <laughs> that's the thing about Canadian politics. It's very slow behind America. Mm -hmm. Like, America's found the way to really rapidly use social media to get things moving. Yeah. And you see that with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, when I saw people say, like, oh, she's the Canadian AOC, I was like, yo, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just getting the tools. People to, like, were making you that, though. It wasn't even yeah. necessarily you. Whereas yeah. AOC, she's... You know, mm -hmm. doing a lot of the marketing. Where, as you, it was like people were just like, "Yo, have you seen this?" It was really like just yeah. people were amazed. I, I remember. Like, sorry, I was just gonna say. I remember how I first like heard about you. I was getting my nails done, so I was in the nail shop, and you know they always have yeah. CP twenty four on. And you were in the middle of debate, and like this white woman was like looked over at me, and she's like, "Who is she?" I was like. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't even watch the news. I don't yeah. even know what's going on right now. Yes. I don't even live in Toronto. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm, she was just like, okay, so is she just like trying to like, you know, run? I'm like, I would assume so. I think this <laughs> Why is was the, she debate. In the debate. <laughs> and I, then she started, racism. no, but then she started like listening to you and you're just like going off and stuff. And then she was like, she looked back at me and she was like, 
she's making really, really good points. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's yeah, yourself. It. <laughs> and then you started getting, like, everybody started talking. Like, the lady next to me, she started, like, jumping in the conversation. And, like, the whole nail shop People just started excited, talking about yeah. it. And I'm like, this would be great now if, like, well, I guess none of them lived in Toronto either. But it would be great if we yeah. all lived in Toronto and then they could have voted for you as well, right? Honestly, like, I didn't realize how real it was until my mom called me. My mom's <laughs> like... Oh, yes. It's always a parent. My <laughs> girl! My daughter! No, it wasn't even like that. My mom's, like, waiting for Go Bus. Mm. Watching this girl watch me on TikTok. And she's... I didn't even tell my parents I was running. Oh, my gosh. Because, like... That's the thing. It was like, yo, I'm just going to spend $200, do a little thing. Like, Yeah, you didn't think it was going to become all this. Yeah. yeah. So, like, my mom's just like, what are you doing on TikTok, Chloe? <laughs> like, what, what's going on? Like, what, what is this? I'm like, yo, I'm just doing a little thing, you know? Like, I'm just running for mayor. And she's like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> that's not a little thing. Like, what are you, what are you on? <laughs> it's and amazing. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, because it was two months, I'm like, yo, let me just do what needs to be done mm -hmm. and that's like have a real talk with these people and being working class like you know we have real talks yep the yep. upper class like they do this like beating around the bush stiff upper lip like oh i'm passive aggressive and i hate that yep like if you have something to say to me say it to my face or run off the only time they're passionate is when it's in to protect their own interests yeah when it's something that could cut into their taxes or raise their property tax or anything yeah. like that then it's a, oh, I'm charged up. But let it be our issues. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't give a shit. And that's mm -hmm. why it was really important to me, win or lose. Like, John, like, you can't rob me and think you're going to walk through my neighborhood untouched. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that for me is, like, that's a message from Rexdale. And it's, like, <laughs> I don't care what type of suit you put yourself in. And that's the thing. John Tory to me, is a scammer. He's a con artist. Talk about it. Talk about it. Ah. Ah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Hold on. Let me put on the real voice for you. Hold on. All right. Yeah, get into it. Tell the people. So, John Tory has just been like, yo, for real. If you think about it, you've been putting millions of dollars into John Tory. Mm. This man has no product to show for it. What yeah. type of Ponzi scheme has he been running? And this is the thing. Like, because he's rich... People don't think like, oh, yeah, he's running scams. Man has not worked a job in his life. He's yeah. just been riding off his dad's coattails. John Tory cannot produce any form of like work product. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And being as poor as I am, if I give you money and you say you're going to do something for me and you come back to me empty handed, what do you think is going to happen? When you already yeah. have so much? Yeah, like... like I'm sorry, but your name's not Creflo Dollar. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You no. can only feed me so many pros like prosperity gospel yeah. before I'm like, yo. Start looking through the books. Yeah, and that's what that really was about. Like, me going through the books and being like, John, I've given you all this money. Where is I'm dead. my product? Your whole yeah. mayoral debate was, yo, let me, yo, let me touch those pockets real yo, quick. Yo. For real. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. I was trying my best to be professional and like I fully understand I wasn't media ready or polished, but like that wasn't the goal. The goal was like shake up John. Like where is the money, <laughs> John? Yeah. People should, be, but everybody should be looking at it like that. Like your friends do it to you guys and you yeah. look at it like that. If your friend borrows four bills from you right now and then says they have don't, don't have the money, but then they buy a booth. Yeah. You're gonna be you're mad. Sure yeah. gonna be like, <laughs> see Hello? the popping bottles on Snapchat. You're gonna be angry. You my I mean? mom yeah. 
my mom doesn't let me borrow money without like issuing out a payment plan. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Interest. Like, Jamaican people <laughs> yeah. don't play about like Do dollars and cents. Facts. Do you think I'm gonna play with some strange man and you're running through my money? Like yeah. it's craziness. I'm a financially prudent person. I don't have kids right now because it's like I can't afford them. Mm. <laughs> don't we? That's yo. all of us. And you're, I mean, you're I 68. You can afford it. <laughs> yeah, and I that's guess. the thing. Like, I don't think John Tory thinks about how many life plans he's putting off with his inaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't care. I, he knows. They, he doesn't care. I know. And that's, that's, the pr- that's the problem. Yo, that's sociopathic. I've watched enough yeah. Law and Order to know. Yo, there's narcissism, sociopaths, and psychopaths. You're on sociopath stuff right now. Damn. Leave before you go somewhere where we can't well, come for you. Well, like. something <laughs> so very sociopathic is resigning and then calling people Yo. at their houses and saying, do you think it was a good idea that I like, resigned or do you think I should stay? Oh I'm thinking about gosh. staying. I don't know. I don't know. Just wanna get, I just want to feel the temperature of the room. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, man, that's why I didn't make any comment because I'm like, yo, let the weekend pass. Let me respect his wife. Mm. Man showed up on Monday and it's like, you clearly don't respect your wife. Yeah. All bets are off. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry so, to everyone. So will you be running again for mayor? It is looking like a strong yes. It's actually exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Well, premiere, 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 exclusive, and I am on my club. I wanted to give you the exclusive. We did it, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) We are out of here. (laughs) So, so, okay, what happens now? I have no clue what happens now, you know? So if he resigns, Mm -hmm. is there going to be another? Because I'm like, yo, this is crazy that it happens right after the election. Yo, the I was like, why couldn't it have happened in like the summertime when it's it was like it's election season and then he could have just been gone. It would have been yeah. easy for, you it know, it feels like feel we're like trading Kawhi and, and Kevin Durant right now. Yeah. <laughs> and getting nothing back. <laughs> Don't even get me started there. Like, I blame that on John Tory. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to do for the rest of the 2023. I think just blame Tory is, I mean, both Tories. At this point, <laughs> doesn't matter which one. <laughs> it is a bad Tories year down for Tories, bro. Hey, man. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> check on Tori Spelling. I don't know. Is she alive? Aww, is Tori Spelling alive? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Is she alive? Yes. Check on her. Security. <laughs> Craziness, man. You um. Wait, you wa- so she never oh. answered the question. Oh. What like What's going to oh, happen yeah, yeah, now? Yeah. So. yeah, so John has to officially submit his resignation his resignation and that's why like i haven't said anything like confidently because he hasn't submitted his resignation his passkey i have not seen this man walk out with his box of things mm. yeah that makes me suspicious <laughs> yeah Facts. you know what i mean so once that's done then the by-election will be called by the deputy mayor mm. and once that's called there's 60 days to get that done jesus Christ. yes what a turnaround yeah, and that's the thing. Like, luckily, I did this two month turnaround, Facts. so I'm familiar with yeah. it. Climate hasn't changed too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, we're what month two into 2023? Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm feels like month six. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm just as shocked as everyone else because like this is a man the same age as my father. If my father was out here running around hey, on my money, listen. <laughs> not too much on Tory today. It's side chick day. <laughs> yes. It's side chick Valentine's Day. Shout out to John Tory's Ting. We see you. We hear you. We respect. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's our money. You, she you works for MLSC, right? 
allegedly, yes. allegedly. Yes, she she's mm-hmm. work allegedly working at Maple Leaf Sports. So now my my sports ticket money is going mm. into this affair. And like, <laughs> I need receipts. I need invoices. I need restitution. Yo, <laughs> like, this is how reconciliation starts. Facts. Give me my money back. It's such a small request. Like, and this is what's killing me about this whole situation. How much money does John Tory need? You get Wi-Fi bills, cable, you got my taxes. Doesn't he work for Rogers? He's still working for Rogers. Like, how much money you need you to retire, You work for Rogers. Homie? You Wait, don't need money. What do you mean he works for Rogers? Oh, you didn't know. I don't know anything about this man, for real. He's on okay. the board. Because uh, so yeah. that's paid. not a conflict of interest. It's not a, you know, Yeah. it's not illegal or anything Rogers to... Rogers at that, you know? like It's not even like it's a, like a Freedom Mobile. <laughs> like, <laughs> if it was a Freedom Mobile, I think we'd be like, all right. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Times are rough out here. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. Like, John Tory's hand is in everything. John Tory used to sit on the board of Metro Groceries. John Tory used to sit on the board of the airliners. John Tory's hand is in everything. And it's like, bro. Everything that's failing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's such a Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> I think not. He needs to be booted ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, his whole track record is robbing poor people. Mm. Mm. Like, I... I take personal offense to that as a poor person. Facts. <laughs> Yo. Facts. I, listen, I'm the leader of the PBPA, Poor Black People <laughs> Association, and I have been sick for years. It's <laughs> I threw up. It's been a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we go. Like, if he stays, what happens if he's like, I'm not resigning? Oh, then we just can we him. kick him out? Well, this is the thing about John Tory. Like, he needs attention to survive. So we give him all the detention he wants. We turn him into a social pariah. We put up missing posters of John Tory. Wow. Like, yeah. So we're going to have to shame him out of office. Yes. If he decides to stay. Yes. And that's the thing that I think a lot of people take for granted. Like, these are regular people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make it impossible. Make it hard. Yeah, make it impossible for them to eat a meal in peace. You're going to work from home. You're going to eat from home. Facts. You're going to use these tax dollars. And unless you get better... Get acquainted because you take away all of his (laughs) all of his um, little fun things he gets to do with the public all the time and look like the good guy. And that's the other thing too. It's like I hate seeing y'all pander when these (laughs) politicians pull up. Pull up. Yeah. Just because niggas in a suit, you see them on Global, you're like, ah, (laughs) hey buddy, shake hands. I want to shake hands. Let me take a selfie. No, you. These people are robbing you and smiling in your face. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's insulting. And that's the thing I want people to wake up to. Like, how are you going to come to my neighborhood that you've historically underfunded and shake my hand? And dance <laughs> in a dashiki. And, that and, nigga is brazen. Yeah. Did you see that video? Yeah. And what's crazy is, like, <laughs> our communities will just be like, oh, my gosh. It's this. Like, they're so, the older folks are so... Yeah not into trying something new i saw you know, they like they won't they'll thing. be like oh no i can't even though she's like smart and she's like saying mm. everything that needs to be done i can't i need to distrust what i've already been doing yeah. or like nothing's actually going to change you know mm. that's what we hear all the time about justin trudeau we have to vote for him because if we vote for any of the smaller like nothing's going to happen well a lot of them, a lot if of them came here. you keep voting, <laughs> and of course nothing's going to happen. A lot of them, especially us with immigrant parents, yeah. they're just so grateful yeah. to mm-hmm. have come here. And they've seen so much worse that mm-hmm. a lot of times just like, well, like, yeah, I mean, I don't like it, but 
Yeah. If you have you been to, you know what I mean? They keep it's that it's what do they call it? I can't remember what it's called. Where it's they associate trauma bonding, bro. It's trauma yeah. bonding. Where they're associating <laughs> one situation with the other and yeah. saying, Oh, this one's okay, even though I'm not happy because it's better than this situation. Yeah. No, you should strive for ultimate happiness and peace. Mm-hmm. So it's like no matter what, you should never be complacent and just like yeah. settle for yeah. just okay treatment. Exactly. Just because it's better than where you came from. Like it literally takes the numbers. message. <laughs> the message. <laughs> it's so insane. It's it's mind boggling to me that people are okay with that. Yeah. And at the same time, complaining every day. You can't have both. Yeah. You got to decide to do something about it or We're, not. They'll be on the bus complaining mm. about, about not being able to afford the bus and having to go to work every day because they can't afford groceries. And then don't rent. vote. But yeah. then don't vote or vote for or vote for some, the, the, the usual person. Mm. And that's the thing. It's like. I want more people to put pressure on the government. Like, it, they want a popularity contest, and they have won $200,000. That's wild to me. Like, I did not... I took out a student loan, so popularity wouldn't determine my outcomes. Facts. Facts. So it's like, every day, we should be, like, scheduling a call. Just be like, yo, I want you to know I'm watching you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will see you in the neighborhood, yep. and these are my demands. If you haven't met them by a certain date, like expect my face. And is there a number people can call to talk directly to these people? Call your counselor. Like show up at their office. Like that's actually how I started in politics. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. If I ask you something, I call you. I email you. My next step is I'm. I'm pulling up. Like I don't care. Do about enough your people do that? Do you do you see people Probably do that a lot? Not. No, no. And that like one of the problems is like all of us are working two three jobs. Mm. So there's not even time because it doesn't. How yeah. when does the office close? The offices are closed nine to five. But this is where yeah. social media comes in. Like destroy their inbox. Mm. Destroy their like. If you leave me a thousand calls and I'm a constituent assistant, yeah, I'm gonna be stressed. You know mm. what I mean. And I got to tell the politician because now a thousand people are looking for them. Yeah. So this is where like applying social media strategically is like the question of our generation. Yeah. Because it's like these are people like consider the average politician is like 50, 60 years old. If you can get a thousand people to shame them every day, like they're they're going to have to do something. Eventually. Yeah. And that's the thing, like our generation reacts to shame in a much different way than other generations. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this is where research becomes important because it's like I want to use the same tactics with a young MP that I use with an older MP. Yeah. And knowing your audience is one of the reasons why I was successful. I wasn't talking to homeowners or rich people. I was talking to working class. Facts. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think enough of us identify as being working class openly because mm-hmm. like we live in this culture where it's like, yo, you're hustling, you're working at nine to five, you're a bum. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm not in jail, homie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's our life. We have to. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like we as young people, like 20, 30, 40, it's like we have to come together on like across platforms and be like, yo, what is it that we want and who do we have to pressure to get it? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately... If I don't punch in those eight hours of work, your idea means nothing. Mm -hmm. And we need to break out of this culture of hero worship where it's like you've got Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos flexing like they're punching in hours. Mm -hmm. If 8,000 people don't go to work for eight hours, you have nothing. Facts. So, like, treat the people properly Mm -hmm. or, like, you know, eat the rich. Like, that's what it's coming down to for me because it's like how much more time should I have to give you to act right? 
my parents don't repeat themselves. Like, Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that's killing me about these politicians. It's like, yo, are you waiting for violence? Because a lot of this could be solved if you were working smarter. They're calling us pussy. Yeah, and the, it's not that they, they don't think we're face. gonna get violent. They're calling and now us I'm pussy. Thinking, like maybe that's why there's so many riots and shit like that yeah. in the states because well, not even in the states. In the states, the, it's not even as Europe. In Europe, it's go to worse. Europe and see when they need some policy changes. Mm-hmm. France over. It's over. Oh, France don't. Play. The whole place I is heard done. France don't play about nothing. They, they, whenever the they benefits. try to, you know how many times different European countries have tried to uh, repeal. Uh, like free health, free education. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the amount of time students have said, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. Showed up to the front door. Yeah. Even Montreal. They don't I, play. I was in Montreal for the student protest. And mm-hmm. it's like, people don't realize Montreal has one of the best SWAT responses in the world mm-hmm. because of how Montreal people are like, will go to the streets. They don't yeah. play. Burn down things. Like, yeah. Vancouver was joking with, like, oh, the Canucks lost. The G20 summit here, too. And that's the thing. Like, people, like, in Canada, Mm -hmm. we could learn so much from the Francophones Mm. and the way that they organize. Because it's, like, think about the fact that they will die to defend French. Like, it's one of the strangest things that happen in politics, but they get everything they want. Well, they can Mm -hmm. learn from us, too. They need more seasoning. (laughs) Like, Francophone Uh, food is... Honestly, Al dente, you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, this is where, like, Toronto is, like, it's lacking because, like, Francophone, Africa, like, Francophone, Arab countries, we could be a hub for all these things. Oh, yeah. But, you know, they want boiled food. They don't want any seasoning. Like, they don't want hijabs at work. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. It's wild (laughs) to me that it's like, oh, diversity is our strength, but, like, not that much diversity. Like, I thought yeah. all of Montreal was a problem until I went there mm. and started like doing comedy there, and I'm like, oh, it's not the English. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> we are good. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're fine. Uh, we're we're accepting. It's everybody else that's kind of like, yeah, it's just a lot. Well, that's the thing. It's like I one of the reasons I wanted to run for mayor is to like remind so many of us that like. All of this is mm-hmm. because of us. Mm-hmm. You think people come here for John Tory? No. Come on. Like, I talk about this all the time. Yeah, yeah. They come here because of the way that we live. There is no place on earth where so many diverse people are just like, yo, we don't need violence. <laughs> you know Facts. what I mean? And that's worth protecting. Yeah. That's like that's the hill that I'm going to die on. And I've thought about leaving Toronto. Like I always have like my visa passport just in the <laughs> corner of my mind. Like yeah. I'm leaving, but... When I think about how this place has nourished me, the types of events I go to, um, shout out to Cozy, because, like, I love Cozy events. But, but, Rebecca! <laughs> and that's the thing, like, how can I leave so many people that yeah. do so good by me? I'm not going anywhere. Alberta, you can keep calling. <laughs> Yo, for I'm real. not picking up the phone. This is crazy. Like, yeah. this is my city. This is my home. I really, everywhere I go, I feel strange. Yeah. Everywhere else I go, I feel strange. I don't care if it's just a couple of days or whatever that I'm there. So that's why I'm not used to it. I feel like even if I was there for a long time, I know too much about here now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if yeah. I didn't know what was going on in here, <laughs> yeah. then I would not, you know what I mean? This, I, I have too much fun. I can't speak for everybody, yeah. but I have a lot of fun in this city when it's... When it's popping. Not when cold. it's popping, when it's not doing when it's well. <laughs> when, not when the construction is, is dealing. Like, mm. is there anything the government can do about construction? 
Yeah, man, they could solve the labor shortage by actually treating construction workers well. Mm. One of the biggest issues in construction is that that industry hasn't evolved its practice. They mm. still treat people like their bodies for disposal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's all this technology that could be reducing the amount of repetitive labor they have to do to get things done. Do they have a union? They all have unions. The problem isn't the unions. It's like the government doesn't invest in technology. They invest on getting more bodies on site. Mm. And this is where the fine policy points come in because it's like it's not like technology can replace everybody. It's there as a tool. Yeah. But if you're investing in just throwing more bodies at the problem versus addressing the process, process yeah, that is where you'll have like this type of stagnation. And yeah. that's that's the problem with Canada. When we have something good, we don't invest. Look at BlackBerry. BlackBerry could have been our Apple. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. But the government was just like, oh, I'm not sure about throwing money at it. Let let another they country take do it. No risks in any sector no. whatsoever. And it's a lot of it isn't even risks. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's literally something that's a proven concept in so many other parts of the world. Yeah. And yet here we just can't get it done. Mm-hmm. I've, I there's so many little inconveniences in the city that can be solved by the government that I feel would be a snowball effect of joy. Oh my God. Like if you got rid of, if you just focused on construction for a month and a half, just a month and a half uh, overnights, not in the daytime when people are actually going to work Mm -hmm. overnights, like they're doing in China. You see when they, that bridge collapsed and they fixed it in a night. Yeah. There's no reason that can't happen here. People aren't dumber. People aren't idiots. Like, Mm. The th- these things can be done. It's the concerted effort that needs to be put in. Because if you get rid of all the construction, not all of it, obviously, because everything, something's always going to need fixing, but most of it, mm-hmm. like the some of it, you go and there's pylons just there for days. Yeah. And you're like, I haven't seen anybody here for days. Oh, my God. Why is this? And there's nothing. That part of the road, is there's nothing even wrong with it. Yeah, Yo, It's just it's locked sitting. off. Yeah. And that's Union Station. Union Station is one of those projects where it's like it took forever. It's, it's still, still taking forever. It's I'm like, yo, going. how do I not know how to use this place? I it's live very in this country, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, that's the thing about government. It's like they are not only risk averse; they are opposed to any idea that's not theirs. Mm. And it's not even like public servants like me. It's elected officials. If they're not the ones being like, yes, I figured this out. They don't want it in front of the public because they're so clout obsessed. Wow, we have to do Inception. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So we have to make them think that they came up with the idea. That's my job. Right. Wow. Honestly, it's just like girlfriends. It's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and that's a, it's <laughs> really <Super> wild. like that. <laughs> you got to let them think that they came up with it. Unless it because it's not going to ever be the best plan. Mm-hmm. It'll be an all right plan. It's not going to be the best plan unless they came up with it. Yeah, man. It's breadcrumbs. <laughs> it's like. You you th- you like this? You like you just facts. You, you gotta lead them to it, and <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like it's one of the frustrating parts of my job because it's like I'm supposed to be the novice and the rookie out here. Mm. I'm looking at you for guidance, and it's like your best plan is the thing that you did in 1974. Yeah, like come on, buddy. Like I feel like that's in a lot of industries too. Yeah, it's and then think about it, right? Yeah, like there's so many junior pos- mm. not maybe not the lowest position, mm. but like maybe a mid level position yeah. that needs to 
guide the bosses and the higher ups to make the decision and that make signed that happen. one guy yeah. one time a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. That's the most frustrating thing is the egos like d- that you have to deal with. I just think about working in social media f- when it was wasn't what it is right now. Mm. So back in like 2014, and how much we had to. Like, we had to over-explain what was happening and, mm-hmm. like, constantly fight for a little bit of money to even put into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, they're just throwing dollars at it. Like, everybody's marketing plan is just, like, go to social media. They forget about everything. Yeah. yeah. But back in 2014, like, we were like, yo, this could work. Like, you could be at the forefront. You know what it's I like mean? And now they're like, oh. It's like Blockbuster and Netflix. No, like, Netflix. Why are we behind? Because you didn't want to put those dollars Netflix before. Netflix went up and to Blockbuster and did those the same people. thing. Yeah, Skype. And, and Skype, yeah. oh my God. I don't even want to talk about Skype. that bag. Yeah. They, they try to be MSN when they should have just been a one-stop shop for yeah. video. Just yeah. a one-stop shop. That's it. They did too much. Mm-hmm. I remember they started changing ringtones and giving people statuses. <laughs> like, this is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not hanging out on Skype. Yeah, well, like, honestly, if you think about... Music City. Mm. Music City is one of those initiatives that John Tory pushed that, like, I had hope for. You know mm. what I mean? Because, like, there was so much energy coming out of the city in, like, 2015, 2016. 2016 mm-hmm. was a good summer. Oh, I always summer. say it's the peak of humanity. <laughs> Just in every Yo. sector. You talk about sports. Wasn't that the comeback from 3-1 for Cleveland? That was the year. You had music. Insane. From yeah. all the top artists. Like, it was just, uh, the mm-hmm. summer felt, everybody remembers that summer for some reason. Mm. 2016 was just it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's where the money should have been going to keep that alive. Mm. And this is where, like, even Carabana, it's like, yo, why isn't there, like, a fashion incubator for mass outfits? You this is ha- mean? This has been plaguing my mind for years. I'm like, why are people in factories the night before mm. still trying gluing to make glitter stars mm. <laughs> onto bikinis? This is a lot. Yo. That's insane. Like, and the government knows how much money this brings in. Yeah. Every year. And there is, they even all gave Scotia Bank the, the parade. Yeah. And yeah. Y- yet there's still no process. There's no factory. There's no jobs that can be created for this for yeah. what? Like a annual every what is it? Um you they could, could do they could have a whole like a year. Yeah. No, I'm thinking when they, they could start full time job. What do you mean for like full year round? Yeah, they could. Could I'm sure there's other things that they can like do, do throughout the year yeah, yeah to keep Carabana promoting it yeah. related true and that's the thing it's like the government does not invest in soft infrastructure the social networks that allow all this to happen mm. and that means operational funding as opposed to project funding mm. that's the sustainability piece that's missing from a lot of arts organizations and this is where like music city could have brought all that together to be like okay guys we're going to set up a venue trust, which means like for every new music venue that comes up, the model for business is that a third of the profits go to artists, a third of the profits go to the residents, mm-hmm. and a third of the profit goes to the business. Yeah. And with that shared model, artists could be, you know, leveraging money towards building new buildings. They could be using it for professional development. They could be using it to, you know, you kill two birds one stone at that, with that because yeah. you're helping the you're helping fund the arts at mm-hmm. the same time. As keeping, especially keeping venues alive. Yeah. Look how many venues we've lost since COVID. Mm-hmm. Scooters is gone now. It's about to be condos. Yo. 
We just lost a Hoxton. Mm-hmm. Or what does they call it? Love Child? Love, Love Child. Love Child, Child. Yeah. yeah. That we just lost. There's so much. Even just Queen Street. Looking at Queen Street with the dispensaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are all the, the identity of this city through the different venues and the different shops and mm-hmm. different things that made it unique and gave it a personality are all gone. Yeah. I remember one time my friend tweeted, um, Customatic, he tweeted that we're not going to have any history in like 50 years even like not even 100 years 50 years we're going to just be condos on condos on condos like that's gonna be our culture we're losing individuality <laughs> Compared to, like all these yes. other places like you go to like me going to spain like mm. you walk around those streets and culture. those buildings have history and they have meaning and yeah. they date back to forever ago you know what i mean and people travel around the world to go and just look at these buildings. Yeah. Like Some so many people are just money. walking the streets just to look at how the building was made and yeah. like what the artists did. And we don't have that at all here. We it's ridiculous. I and look at us I just understand. talking about the dance crews with the oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> basement gang last week. Yeah, and like, they had no clue. They had no funny. clue. And that they is had no something clue that, that like dance crews even existed here. And like wow. that they went to the same high school. As like as some, some of the, the major dancers <laughs> and that you know we had mean? in the something GTA. like that mm-hmm. gave this city an identity, gave it something like that was different from other places, mm-hmm. and none of it was funded. Yeah. We still had to come up with our own money. People had to fund their own shows, Zone One nightclub, and all these other places. Like yeah, man. It, it and then it got destroyed. And then it got <laughs> destroyed, and now there's no traces of it. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, what do what are kids today gonna tell? kids later on about toronto yeah like what is what is the thing to say that's like one of my biggest concerns like yo even if i had children would i even raise them here and that that bothers me like what's the life yeah and that's toronto's a work city what do we actually do here for fun sometimes like don't get me wrong there's those there's little events that go on but Mm. it's like i can't think of a major festival that i identify with toronto i can't think of like a major nightclub that i identify with toronto germany has the bergenheim where like techno happens and people travel for that you know what i mean what am i traveling to toronto for except for carabana yeah like we used to have government used to be the The spot where you could be like government any night government go there yeah you had that spot you go to different cities and they have all these mainstays when someone comes to the city Mm -hmm. and they ask me what's going on i have to really Look and search. (laughs) I have to ask around first. I don't know. And then it's I have to ask and search around to figure out what's guanin. Unless it's summertime Mm. when there's too much guanin. Because Mm -hmm. we have that little pocket of time. Yo, from June to August is insanity. It's like you have to pick and choose between (laughs) what to go to. And sometimes you pick the wrong event. (laughs) And it's messed up to me because it's like we have the Woodbine Casino right by the airport. You can't turn that into some type of Vegas. You can't turn the waterfront into some type of like 24, like 365 Lakeshore adventure. Like put a sauna out there. Put Show some, some like, effort. Yeah. Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. Like, <laughs> For real. For, honestly. And that's why like I get frustrated with government, like even Toronto, because I'm like, yo, are you suffering from Stockholm syndrome? Do you need to be liberated? No, we all are. Yeah. We all are. And that's the thing, like, yo, if we're friends and I know your partner's abusing you, if I don't tell you to leave, like, what type what of am friend I am I? Yeah. And that's what the election was for me. It's like, yo, friend, 
dump his ass. <laughs> dump her ass. Yeah, yeah. Get rid of the waste. Yeah. Because all of Council's waste youths. Like, yeah. <laughs> if we I have to it. be honest. We know it. It just seems like an insurmountable problem. Like, for a lot of people, like they... It. It seems like such a helpless issue. Yeah. They've known it their whole life. They've been lied to their whole life by politicians. Mm-hmm. So they don't think that anybody they vote in is going to do anything for them. They don't watch the news because the news is just fear-based and everything mm-hmm. you're seeing on there is just depressing. Yeah. So our, I know my generation, we barely watch the news. Mm-hmm. If we get news, it's, it's I on. I watch it at the nail salon. That's it. You're at a store <laughs> and it has CP24s it. on going. in the corner. You're like, oh, okay. You start reading some shit, you're like, this is yeah. why I don't watch CP24. Yeah. For, and it's like, it's just nonstop the cycle of getting away from the information mm-hmm. and they're only plugging it in those places. Yeah. So when you're talking about election time, you're not, you're not hearing about the election too much mm-hmm. on Twitter. Or yeah. Instagram on a daily. You're only going to hear it if you're plugged into those certain yeah. networks. But it's not like back in the day where we would all watch the news. We'd all know what was going on in the city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's just so depressing. It's so debilitating. It feels yeah. like more effort you can't on top the of TCC. the strength you don't have already. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be attacked. <laughs> you know sure. what I mean? the pandemic had people like accusing me of belonging to like some worldwide conspiracy i'm like bro i can't even pay my student loans oh right no now. they they put you on the you yeah. are the, the uh <laughs> what was it the the 5g towers you were oh, doing the 5g towers that was you so. <laughs> that was you oh shit not the jamaican 5g towers i'm trying to get blackberry back guys I'm trying to bring back blackberry oh man. but and that's the thing. It's like people don't even understand the roles in government. Mm. Like people think that, oh, like you're a policy analyst, so you must be an auditor. And it's like auditing is a part of my job, but that's not what I do. I'm not the per- I'm not CRA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is where government systems, they can be a little confusing if you don't know what you're looking for. Yeah. And I'm trying to like, I'm trying to help more people understand. Like all you really need to do is go full Karen. I want to talk to your manager. I want to talk to the legal part department. Mm-hmm. Threaten some people. Like, <laughs> threaten them with an ethical reasoning because it's like, it's your money. Mm-hmm. Treat those people like it's your accountant, like it's your lawyer, like it's people that manage your money. Facts. Fuck your children. Yo. There's some people that treat like their children worse than what they would treat people, somebody. The access. Don't the access. Really know, people know? hold their children to higher standards than government. government. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that shocks me. Like, the way my parents would test me, it's like, I, I want to see you test your government that way. But, oh, do I know how to pay taxes? Am I doing the right thing? Do you ask the person you elected that? And this is where follow-up becomes important. Because it's like, once the election's done, people, the hype of it mm-hmm. fades. Mm-hmm. This is how they're able to get away with so much damage. Because it's like, who's checking in? You A know? lot of people are like conspiracy driven as well though so it's like yeah especially with immigrants they have all types of theories about what's happening what's not happening Mm -hmm. what would happen if you did this and that like i know so many people who think if they were to complain to the government the government now would be watching them it's a lot of main character syndrome that happens in the immigrant uh world where it's like they think that there's a hyper focus on them mm-hmm. <laughs> because they said something and that they'll now be under heavy scrutiny by some entity yeah. or a force or it's, it's the same wow. people who didn't want to put their their thumbprint on the iPhone back oh in my the day gosh. and now they're all put their face on it. Even so it's the like, mask, like, <laughs> yeah, the mask thing. It's like oh, the government's trying to force me to take vaccines. 
you've been getting vaccines like all your life. Like, you it was never a problem like, before. Yeah. <laughs> the government's been tracking you. What do you think? Do you like, want to go outside or not? Yeah, like <laughs> that's the thing. It's just that simple. You want to go outside? <laughs> and that's the thing that like bothers me. It's like, yo, if you're gonna fight me, make sure that like you know what you're fighting me for. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you should be fighting your elected official. Now listen, I'm gonna tell these <laughs> anti-vax people this right now. I better see 10 million people die in the next year or so. <laughs> <laughs> because y'all were yelling, crying, sweating, all type of moisture Yo, was leaving yeah. your body. And I don't, I've not, I've seen a couple strokes here and there. <laughs> that happens anyways. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it's like, Yo, anytime if there are no strokes before COVID, I get it. But I, I just remember that with Tristan Thompson's mom dying, somebody was like, oh, because it's because oh, she Jesus got the vaccine. Yes. And then like a couple of NFL out, like one of the NFL players, he died from something that had to do with his heart. And they're like, oh, it's the vaccine. And Same thing with like, the guy that lived. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the guy that lived. They say he's a clone now. Yeah. This is not even really it. I'm like, y'all will like, do anything, okay, but yeah. take accountability. I was this like, is crazy. Or like, <laughs> you know, they could just have a history of health issues. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you know and, and it just catches up to you things happen <laughs> like, uh, you know? <laughs> outside of covid and vaccines things yeah. happen yeah you know and this is where like all of us need to check like check each other mm. like regularly because during the pandemic i was like yo you have these beliefs so many what? people you knew yo. and you're like okay you've always been that tinfoil a little bit but this is yeah like, Yo, you're doing a lot. Wild. Some of my family members, I'm just like, all right. Most of my family members. Like, you can just <laughs> Anyone over 40 over there. lost. The no, WhatsApp was burning. Like, some of the younger ones. <laughs> I was like, mom, is this because I didn't send the chain message to seven people? Is this <laughs> is this why this is happening? I didn't forward the email. <laughs> I didn't forward the email to seven people. Is this the bad luck? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of crazy, um, the Toronto police... Mm just launched a podcast oh yeah, yeah. wait that costs <laughs> three hundred and thirty thousand dollars so why don't they use that money to fund toronto podcast better question <laughs> what podcast cost uh, three hundred and thirty thousand dollars to record i mean ours could cost three hundred and thirty i wish it would <laughs> That would last us <laughs> seven years <laughs> in podcasting. Yeah. We would be all right. What is $330,000 going to? Yo, Propaganda? I this is, <laughs> is giving Chinese Democratic Party. This is... Yo, and that's the thing. It's like, I know we need police because, like, there's serial killers and all sorts of nonsense out oh. there. But, like, why are you trying to make content? That is not your job. Yeah, I I'm really confused. Like, I never, this is I never heard of this yet. So I'm It's very new. It's yeah. very new. So they what? have about 90,000 listeners so far in a city of 2 million. Yeah. They're killing shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're killing they shit. They have 90,000. They have 90,000 the listeners, yeah. but like only 200 actively listen. Yeah. Oh. And this is And I guarantee you 70,000 are police. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do they talk about? Cop shit. <laughs> Shot a nigga today. <laughs> Imagine. For real? No, I'm very. I took, perplexed a, I took a ball this. away from some kids playing in the street today. Oh, really charged me up. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't know. What do you talk about as a cop on there? Like cases? What well, do you talk about? Okay, so like they're using it as a way to like 
have is people stop crime? hating them. No, no, mm-hmm. it's like demystifying policing. It's and PR, it's like, yeah. Yeah, and that's what's really wild to me. It's but like, that money could be used for something else. Exactly. People, we don't care. <laughs> people are suffering like, from mental you know, health issues. And these niggas want to talk on a podcast. And that's, <laughs> yo, honestly, like, this is the mismanagement that people are upset about. Like, people are upset at the police, but, like, I'm more upset ab- about the fact that, like, y'all just keep taking overtime. Like, tell me mm. what you need as an organization to be better police. Please stop sending the message to John Tory. Like, he clearly does not How understand. How many bad apples before you cut down the tree? For real. And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like is the tree not rotting? Is no there not something wrong with the tree? No one's beating up accountants. No one's beating up any other, like, I'm not saying that, like, any other profession is, like, not ethical. Like, there's some deeply unethical stuff that happens in medicine, politics, all that stuff. But, like, no one's beating me up for it. Yeah. Because, like, there are mechanisms in place for change. The police, like, don't do a podcast. Come to my neighborhood and let me know that, like, you're walking around instead of, like, in your SWAT car doing the text. Like, I've seen way too many police officers in their patrol car just... just them love them our school like, parking lot. <laughs> them love our school parking lot. Every school's parking yeah. lot in the suburbs, you see two cops not facing each other. They're facing opposite way. Yeah. So they can still sit in the car and talk. Oh, man, it <laughs> makes me suspicious. I'm like, yo, this feels like the wire. Like, what? Like, do who do I need to call now? <laughs> Listen, I've been beat up by the cops, so I know firsthand... Oh. how ruthless these guys are. They don't care. They oh, really don't sure. care. It's like, they, and they See, know they get away with it. money should have went to better training then. Mm, better training better is, training. no. It's like, they need to separate non-emergency police services from like emergency and public threats. Mm-hmm. Like there just needs to be a better way because organized crime is so sophisticated now. The police are not even close. Like these mm-hmm. carjackings, they're a tip of the iceberg. And it's like, Kia Jackins, Yo. extortion, <laughs> and all type of fuckery. <laughs> Sorry, I had to no, it off. <laughs> no, it's, but it's real though. That's... Like honestly, I'm at this point where it's like. Yo, homelessness is wild to me because the answer is in the name of the problem. Yep. Like all you gotta and they, do. What they do? Vote against it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like the police don't need any more money. We could help the police by building housing. Get the police off the street and off the TTC by building housing. You think they want to be working overtime? There's so like, many things that can be mm-hmm. alleviated if you just fix certain things. And it's uh, it's always, for me, it always boils down to the everyday inconveniences that people face. Yes. Which major, it, the major two are transportation mm-hmm. and food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you deal with transportation and set the city up where the construction is not, Causing traffic jams. Yo, like that's where the, the biggest TTC thing. TTC is not off schedule and mm-hmm. delayed and canceled every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Sit down and figure out an actual system because it would alleviate so much stress. Because so like much. I just like I don't even want to go back to my full time job because I have to go back to office for a few days and, and I don't want drive. I don't want to travel yeah. into the city. I don't like. I literally that's don't. That's such a I huge part of the day. It pisses me off having to drive anywhere. And it's like, starting that's your not day. Up the street. You're yes. starting your day, and you're really driving early. through construction that's not constructed. You're fighting <laughs> you're, people. You're you know fighting how much people. Stress like gets added to your life. Exactly. And, like, even when I worked for the radio station, and I had to go. I lived in Scarborough, so I had access to the TTC, and I was like, you know what? Let me not drive, so I don't have to deal with the parking situation. Mm. 
and to let me even just take have the to TTC. think about that is insane. And then I take the TTC, and it's always late, and Delayed, it's cancellations, yep. and I have to take, I have to get off the subway and take a bus in a snowstorm to go somewhere else, and now I'm late for my show, and I'm the one that's getting in trouble, and yeah. I'm potentially getting fired because of that. Yep. And then it's like, okay, I go back to driving, but now I'm fighting with the traffic, mm-hmm. and I'm fighting with yes. the opportunities to like. <laughs> park it's not even the gas it wasn't even the gas you know mm-hmm. it was like parking parking is incremental a inconveniences it's are so expensive it's yeah. hard to find it's, these are the things that lead to more crime and oh, lead absolutely. to more mental health issues mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it the, the the snowball effect is too obvious like if, let's even look at the loss of like music venue space mm-hmm. when we look, talk about people are not having babies where am i going to meet a partner there's no place for single people to go anymore third places I, we talked about this a couple months ago. Third mm. places are becoming less and less of a thing, and they are some of the most important yeah. places to have in any city. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason why COVID people are losing their minds. They don't have their third place. Yeah, Work is second place. Home, home is first place. That third place is so important to Home's alleviate that stress. Yeah. We spend a lot more time when you're working like a nine to five or beyond. You spend a lot of time, more at, time work at work yeah. than you do at home because when you are home, you're sleeping yeah. for the most part. But you even spend take a couple into of hours getting ready in the, the morning at nighttime. Yes. Two hours on road, you're on road. <laughs> you're not even at home. Yeah. And it's considered <laughs> that to me, that's considered work. If I have to facts. travel somewhere, facts. I'm adding it in. Anytime somebody books me to host something, and they want to ask me why I'm charging whatever I want to charge. I'll be like, okay, first of all, I have to get out of bed. I have to like get my makeup done, my hair done, outfit, nails. But then I have to travel there. Yep. You have to pay for my mileage. You have to pay for my gas. You have to pay for the barking. But you also have to pay for that hour and a half. Like maybe depending on what it is, I'd say like an hour to get there. And then maybe 30 to 40 minutes to get home, depending. That's. Two hours of my time that I'm taxing you on too, oh, yeah. because what those the fuck? Add up. I'm not sitting there listening to up. music for fun. Like. That's twelve. That's what ten hours. Yeah, in the car mm-hmm. a week. And <laughs> that's is where like the money is there for transit. They're just not putting it in there. Like so, the Gardner East, mm. they are trying to rebuild that. If there was an option to cancel it, and we could have saved two billion dollars. Two billion dollars that could have gone into TTC, but making better sidewalks, making better roads. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't take into consideration that when the government decides it's going to build an infrastructure project like fixing the Gardner, everything else takes a backseat. Yeah. There's a reason why Dufferin is one of the worst roads to travel on TTC because any time that lo- like any time that a government changes, they don't think about the small projects they can do. Yep. It's like, nah, man, gonna build this staircase to heaven to meet God. All ego. Like, it's all ego. Yeah. yeah, and this is why we need to check them regularly because mm. it's like, I didn't elect you to go meet God. I, I am God right now. Facts. You need to like figure out what I need and mm. fulfill that because you could have picked any job in the world, but you chose the one that deals with my money, my mom's money, my grandmother's money. My daily life. My daily life. And that's the thing. Like, none of us can be happy unless government does something. So government can't function unless I'm happy. You facts, see what I'm saying? Facts, facts, facts. And this is why, like, all of us... More bars, sorry. <laughs> we didn't get that bag for her. We didn't get the bag? You can leave the bars at the side. You can right. leave the bars at the side. But yeah, like... I think about it a lot, and it's like one of the reasons why I 
I fight for this city is because I remember growing up at Islington and Finch. I grew up at Roundtree Manor, and I got up to the top of the building, and I got to look out the city, and I was like, yo, I want to be a part of this. You know what I mean? Roundtree is a good view. Yo, Roundtree is a really good view. A lot, a lot of people <laughs> don't Mall, realize. You can see Alibaba's from there. It's, <laughs> it, it'll make you inspired. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the thing. It's like I grew up in the 90s in the in public housing and i will never forget listening to like if i rule the world, world. Yep. and like that still runs with me you know what i mean and for for me to rule the world it's like my city has to be in shape facts so it's like you Whoa. can't Jesus yo drake you cannot take that one all right go ahead <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing it's like you got to tell these politicians, like, shape up or ship out. Mm. Like, you can't be out here playing games with my life, my success, my dreams like this, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. And that's the thing. It's like, I, my heart goes out to so many, pe like, young people, people of color in this city, because this city wasn't built by the will of politicians. It's built by the will of people to get up and actually commit to this city. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard feat. That's a hard feat, especially when you see how leadership runs and all that. But the truth is, it's like cities don't run unless people push them. Mm. Like everything that you see in this city was a battle. Facts. You know what I mean? Even Carabetta was even a battle. <laughs> That's the thing. Like they didn't want they didn't us to want have us. nothing. Nothing. Mm -mm. Nothing. And the refusal is what got us it. Yep. And that's the thing. You you will be standing in shit. Unless you can start saying, like, yo, I'm standing in shit. Facts. You know what I mean? You get used to the smell. Unless you start breaking out of that, you'll be stuck there. And that's what I'm really trying to push people of Toronto to realize. Like, yo, you can spend $200 and stand up outside of Foot Locker and get some shoes, or you can hold your government accountable. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, those shoes will still be there. Your life has only so much time in it. And these guys are... Yo, for real, like, these guys are using your time like it's a joke. Like it's a joke thing, for real. Yo, and that's the thing, like, you couldn't do that to me. In front of my face. In f yo. It's di it's so different because they're behind this whole veil of politicians. For sure, and but you're still a man from Rosedale to me, facts. you know what I mean? I didn't grow up to and Finch with nothing to come up and have nothing. what I have <laughs> and still have nothing. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. It's disrespectful. And that's the thing. Like, I grew up with people from Jungle, from Kingston, Galloway. Like, they're doing amazing things, and they're not getting the, the credit that they deserve. Yeah. And for that to happen, you have to say enough. Except for Chichaway. You guys are not doing enough. I'm oh going to be saying that. God. We don't have enough Chichaway representation <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I don't know anybody from Chichaway that's accomplished things. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I lived out of Jane and Chichaway for a little bit. Same, same. It's we lived in all the same places, apparently. Maple, Chichaway, Roundtree. Yeah, <laughs> I stick close to where I know I'll be accepted. Oh, facts, real. facts. And that's the thing, like, I, I connect with you on, like, the price of oxtail because, like, that to me is that's one the, of the That should be your first, issues. actually. That should be your first. I want to campaign for that. That should be your first. Um, I will look into He'll that. He'll do Thank all you. the free promo Thank you. just for that. Just got to look into the, the I details. mean, he's been doing it, so. I mean, I've been campaigning for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Your future mayor, ladies and gentlemen. Your future <laughs> mayor, Chloe Brown. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Yes, thank you. Let's get a picture. Chloe. 
Brown to blood clot. What a woman, right? How you feel about her, Patrick? You attracted to her? Well, <laughs> yeah. Patrick, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> she has, that's one fine go. piece of chocolate right there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, she was great. Um, that Maybe was... if she marries a white man, she'll get the vote she needs. Oh, Patty? Is Patty the <laughs> man? Is he on, the answer? <laughs> on Valentine's Day. Jeez! What a love story. You guys met on Valentine's Day? Oh, man. That's mm-hmm. wild. That's wild. <laughs> that is super wild. <laughs> Yo, if I see Patrick in a campaign video, <laughs> Yo, that'd be too funny. Oh, man. Um, did you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. How'd you feel? Who are you going for? About the Super Bowl? Yeah, like who are you going for? Or Rihanna. <laughs> you were going for Rihanna. Okay. <laughs> I was going for the Eagles. <laughs> um, I mean, well, like, Ezzy's brother is an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. so obviously I would rather him be happy because it was his birthday weekend and mm. he did, like, a birthday Super Bowl party. Sick. So, you know, it would have been great if they won, but he blames me mm. because he said I wore green. And the last time that I wore green while they played, they lost against uh, the Washington he Commanders. That. He he really internalized that moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You're never wearing green again." I'm like, mm, "Yes, I am." I think he, thinks, <laughs> he probably thought you were attracted to Jalen Hurts. That's all it was. That's all the all the women on my he's, timeline that had no idea what football was born and in were just waiting for. 1998. Like that's disgusting. She looked it up. No, I didn't look it she up. She looked it up. You I heard that right? Up. She knows the exact year. How you know? I didn't look it up. It was it was on somebody like they were lusting over him. And (laughs) you read no, it wasn't me. They were on (laughs) Twitter. They were no, it was on Twitter. (laughs) And I looked at the comments and somebody was like, I retract all my comments because I just seen that he was born in nineteen ninety eight. What does that mean though? Age ain't nothing but a number. It is. You don't want a young stallion? No. (laughs) Ladies don't want a young stallion. I'm okay. I have a cutoff, you know? <laughs> you got a bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's your cutoff. <laughs> I guess. I got a cutoff. <laughs> guess. Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It was, a, it was a great game. It was actually a really good game. It was so close. It was really close. The was, whole time, ended, which is always great. It ended very anticlimactic, though. I, I hated yeah. the ending. Until I, w- I seen somebody um, post a tweet saying that they said Patrick Mahomes tested positive for whatever, whatever, and that the NFL is going to investigate. I don't know how true that is, but it sounded like when Tom Brady, um, the ball. Hey, don't you dare besmirch that good man's name. (laughs) We will not talk about any deflating balls here. Yeah. Deflate gate. As he will (laughs) hate me. Oh, he loves Tom Brady? Yes. Tom Brady. He wore a Patriots jersey, his Patriots jersey on Sunday at the Steelers. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a lot. <laughs> right? He hasn't even been on that team in years. You That's know. crazy. Yeah, no, Tom Brady, um, the GOAT, going outside. Yeah. Nigga taking speedo picks. Oh, yeah. Did you he see that? A thirst trap. A, a thirst trap. He's like, I was like, no, my, my ex, GOAT. My ex, <laughs> my ex is doing it. Why can't I? Listen. He's trying to get his, like, you know, his thing. Nah, that was up. a whole signal. That was a whole signal. It's not for his girl. It's not for his wife. No, I know. He's trying to get his things back up. Yeah. He's bi- his that roster. That, that picture screamed bitchless, though. That was like a bitchless pose. That's what they most like. He hid the nuts and shit. Mostly 
like when they do that type of stuff, that usually means that they don't really have bitches. Damn. Like the niggas that be sending the penis pictures, it usually means that like they don't have anybody. God damn. Not my goat. Could never. <laughs> Could never. Yeah. That is wild. Tom Brady, uh, we will pray for you. Um <laughs> But uh the Travis and um what's the name? Jason? Kelsey? Oh yeah, the brothers. Their mom had a very eventful week. I mean, it was it's it's very interesting that they sound nothing alike. And okay, Travis so sounds mighty niggerish. <laughs> so mighty niggerish. He was asked that before. Mm. He was like, How come you guys seem so different? <laughs> and he said it was because my brother played hockey and I grew up playing basketball. That was I his feel like real that's life racist answer. in itself. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't really explain anything. What does what does basketball have to do with sense, sir? He's just saying. Don't blacks play hockey? Jerome McGinley, Anson Carter. He's got the swag, and his brother doesn't because he grew up playing hockey. So is he calling PK Subban swagless? Yes. Uh, well, that's probably true. <laughs> he wasn't a good one to choose. No, <laughs> no swag for PK. Not really. No? Nope. No sauce? No. No black people? He no. puts on for black people. No, I'm not saying he doesn't. Gonna, not too much on PK now. No, no, no. He <laughs> no, he does. He definitely... Women have been killing the lingo. You guys have been murdering it. What? <laughs> not too much on... <laughs> that's my new favorite shit. <laughs> <laughs> not too much on Tom Brady now. <laughs> like, yeah. Women have been killing the lingo past couple years. <laughs> I found myself saying, it's giving. It's giving. I try to avoid that. I've definitely said T yeah. at various points in my life. Mm-hmm. For me, for me is like, it's oh, they, they body the for me still. You guys yeah. body that. Is it black women or is it the gay? <gasps> Not black women appropriating. <laughs> well, we don't know gender. Mm. Is gender a thing? I guess not mm. allegedly. Were they non-binary? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows, <laughs> man? Could have been asexual. Anymore. Asexual and non-binary. What a life. Um. So I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to continue about the Travis thing because you know how he used to date uh Killa Nicole, the girl that they allegedly said would pay half rent and uh, buy yeah. food and groceries. Yeah. <laughs> when her mat's making hundreds of millions. Yeah, he would make her at the beginning when they first started dating allegedly. He would make her go half on everything to prove that she um, wasn't in it for the wasn't money. Wasn't in it for the money. That's not. And so somebody posted. Did he like, tell her that? Huh? Did he tell her that? He told his people that. Oh, okay. So she had no idea. That's why she was paying. Well, half. I don't know. Maybe they, he did tell her that eventually, but probably not at the beginning. I mean, I'm paying half until you believe me. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then be like, ha sucker. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I made her pay half on, like, everything. But, um... Somebody made a comment because he was dripped out in like Louis Vuitton from head to toe, oh, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, so you can be rocking Louis Vuitton from head to toe, but you're the same one that ha- kept that girl in Zara." Hey, <laughs> can she run a forty yard dash in four point two? I mean, I don't think so. I'm just saying, I don't think so. I think Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'm just saying. What does she do? She's a model. Unemployed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she did. She did some um, like acting, hosting work. Sick. But you know, I'm sure she seems like a great girl. Like yeah. from all the videos and little pictures, she seemed to support she him a like, lot. She yeah. was like all on all of his games. She would always post game day and stuff. So it's not like yeah, you could tell she was holding it. They down. were together for a very long time too. Mm. But in his podcast, he actually said that he used to throw her a couple of hundred dollars here and there. That's what he said Yo, on his podcast. Fucking so it came ra- from I, I his, fucking read it. Honestly. From his <laughs> mouth. That is That's crazy. fucking ridiculous. Holy okay, because you're Travis motherfucking Kelsey. You're making money out the woo-ha. You're getting more money at the Super Bowl when you win it. <laughs> like, he's making it from all different angles. It's not even the Super Bowl. It's not even him playing. Like, because he's so... Like, he's handsome, so he's marketable. He has a good, like, you know personality i don't yeah. know about behind scenes but he doesn't on have camera, any stains on it. his on his record and then even being with her so many people fell in love with him because he liked black girls she and they look up. like a beautiful couple and what you've seen on social media so he was very he's very likable he's making so much fucking money and you're gonna say oh yeah i'm gonna throw that girl a couple hundred dollars here and there like gotta test her out fam nah, bro. gotta make sure you know what i mean I understand that maybe pom, if pom you're maybe you're, if you're a rookie and you have that rookie contract still Man. and you don't be making that much money, especially by the time you get taxed, but you're Travis fucking Kelsey. Does she cook? I don't know behind the scenes she, like that. She, <laughs> I don't know. But she can't mash hands. I don't know. I feel like she could cook though. She seems like pretty down to earth. <laughs> down to earth. Cooking. <laughs> no, but I think she's like a, you know, like the Southern girls. Okay. They like usually know how to cook. Mm, you know? Yeah. If true. it was like an oh, LA she's a girl, girl, I'm pretty sure she is. Okay. Yeah. She probably knows how to throw down then. Yeah. I feel like she knows how to cook something. If she's yeah. like from New York, then I'd be like, okay, no. <laughs> Yo, a New York, y'all heard it from her, not me. <laughs> Bronx, I, I love y'all. A DC girl, like you know, whose parents are work for the government. Not Chocolate City, <laughs> <laughs> niggas. Uh, she has attacked. I uh, she's have nothing like to do southern with southern and like you know, in the Midwest. <laughs> I feel like. Oh my goodness. 
you'll know how to cook a little something-something. That's it. Well, we know one person knows how to cook, and that is ASAP motherfucking Rocky. <laughs> My goodness. That nigga did not even wait six weeks for it to heal. He's got right back. Well, we up don't in know there. how long she's. We just—it's fun today. Okay. Let's go with the funner, <laughs> funner okay. route. But he didn't. They didn't wait very long because by the time she does have a baby, she's gonna have two hundred two, I mean, which is fucking ridiculous. I wouldn't wait either. Shit, you got about three weeks. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, he is a sex addict. Got so. about three weeks till I start asking for c- some consent <laughs> verbally. <laughs> He's a sex addict, and I feel like she's low key a sex addict, so I'm not really surprised in your mind. He's a sex addict? Yes, he's admitted it on that documentary where he was high and talking about drugs and shit. Interesting. Yeah, he admitted that like he needs a lot of fucking sex. I yeah. mean, it's not producing the hits. Gotta, <laughs> <laughs> gotta produce those hits somewhere, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and yeah. I think that's why uh, Chanel Iman couldn't, like, hang or something like that. Because he just wanted sex all the time. And so Chanel Iman left him because <laughs> he gave her too much dick? Yeah. That's no, but I think she, I think he was, like, like he con- constantly wanted sex, so it's, like, harder for him to be faithful with the one oh. person because if she doesn't have the same sex drive as him... Then it's over. Yeah. Interesting. I've never, like, I don't even know what that's like. I've never been with a girl that didn't, wa- like, didn't want to have sex. Like, I don't know what that's like. But oh. I'm also, like, I'm not two, three times a day, every mm-hmm. day type of person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very much comfortable with whatever you want to give me. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> grateful. <laughs> I'm just thankful to be here, honestly. So that's why it doesn't matter. It, yeah, I, I'm just, uh, if it happens... This is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not the guy at like four o'clock in the morning, like, baby, come on, come on. He's poking you with some hard dick. Yeah. Like, nah, that's not my style. Because if it was reverse and there was a woman who wanted it all the time, then you'd probably be like, I feel like women can't demand that. You guys aren't in a position there to demand some. that. You can do what you want. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you can't demand it. I'm just saying you're not going to get accepted. <laughs> I will. I turn down pussy a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness! I just I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You guys don't understand how much mentally goes into that mm. for a man, mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. The fuck if this even throw out mentally, just physically. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Don't like, I, woman. I think this is the things I can point out. Women do obviously to give head, right? That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Arms. I understand, probably get tired, jaws get tired, right? But you can stop at any time. There's really no time limit on head. Mm-hmm. What's your rules for head? Like, if a guy gives you head, do you like, all right, I got to give him head for the same amount of time? Because that's always what I think in my head. I'm like, damn, I got to eat pussy for that long. <laughs> She'll no. be down there for a minute. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't. No? No. How do you gauge it? Because I also don't think that, like... How do you well, gauge what's reciprocation? Because you, you said, like, you can't come off of head right? oh uh, yeah no yeah you've said that before so it's like some guys can and it's like you can't go for too long if you actually plan on <laughs> oh, that's <crazy>. having <laughs> that's crazy you guys are what a life you guys are living life which one of you guys are living that life you guys come off head you don't you don't patty i know you do boy <laughs> <laughs> i see patty look at the other two like i'm gonna wait for them to answer <laughs> Fatty nothing off that head, boy. I can't do it. I wish I could. My mind's just not. I think it's because I trained my mind when I was younger that I, I 
I want to have sex. Like mm. the girl doesn't want to just suck my dick, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like I gotta give back, mm-hmm. <laughs> pay it forward. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I've always thought like reciprocation. I've always thought of it as like a complete balance of things. So like when the girl's giving me a head, I'm like, I don't. I'm not sitting there with a stopwatch, but I'm just like, okay, I gotta go i'm down there i'm like this is a little too quick (laughs) you know what i mean you ever you guys never have that moment when eating some pussy you're just like (laughs) no no i i've never made a girl come quick obviously nigga i'm talking about (laughs) i'm talking about (laughs) they're trying to set me up that was crazy i'm talking about when you're down there eating pussy are you thinking, oh, she sucked my dick for like, say she sucked your dick for five minutes, right? And you've been eating pussy for two. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to have sex now. But in your head, you're like, oh, she sucked it for five. Maybe I should stay down a little longer. You guys never think that? Wow. I Maybe I'm that, too considerate to the pussy. I think, that, I think <laughs> that men should give head longer than women, though. Um, I agree. Because it takes women longer to be even aroused. And there's so many men that don't do anything else i agree i agree <laughs> even get her i agree my, my thing is once i feel the clit swell up i'm gonna go mm. i don't know i don't care how long it takes mm-hmm. <laughs> once it's once that thing is swelled up <laughs> we we ready for action now <laughs> but like because i've seen too many like especially when i was younger like just putting my dick in mm-hmm. and like a girl would bleed or something like that and it's like you can't just I didn't it does not when I was young. Good. I'm younger. I didn't know any better. I just thought mm-hmm. I'd put my dick in fine, but like, and then when you're younger too, like something like that happens. You're like, yeah, big dick out here, nigga, shit. But it's not a good no. thing. <laughs> I don't think any woman's like, yeah, that was a great memorable it's experience. Like traumatizing. Is it? Yeah, I feel like it is. It could be traumatizing if you're young and you don't understand, mm. and like that's your experience all all the time is that you're with somebody who makes you bleed just causes pain yeah why would you necessarily want to continue or why would why wouldn't you be hesitant with other partners going forward it's touchy because, because that's all you know it's touchy because there are a lot of women that love pain like yeah love a uh, decent amount of pain it's not good and pain. i'm like what is the pain i've always been like what what is good about this mm-hmm. like y- if you're in pain you're in pain mm-hmm. they describe it as good pain is there good pain I don't. I haven't found good pain. Pain is pain, you know. I don't understand. I don't it. like pain. Yeah, like I, I just, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger and I used to hear that, I was, I didn't know what it was, mm-hmm. like what the answer was, what I needed to do differently, because it's not like just readily apparent to you, right? Yeah. I, it took a lot of experience and just realizing, oh, how long you guys need to get aroused, because mm-hmm. a lot of times men think it's like mm-hmm. you're horny already, like. Especially you take off a girl's panties or, and, or you see, like, the panties are still on. You still see that little dark patch because it's wet. You're like, oh, she ready to go, niggas. Like, and no. she's not. She's just, <laughs> she's just horny. <laughs> like, she's not ready to go. But to us, wetness is like hard dick. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, if my dick's hard and she's wet, we're, we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, you guys, I think it's like 30 minutes, realistically. Women need a foreplay before sex. And honestly, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing that every time we're having sex. Mm-hmm. Just to, I can't. But that's why you can't always, you can't expect for a woman to, like, come, you know? 
and can't hit yeah. her climax. If you're if you're not doing that, then you can't be like after you finish like oh like did you come and expect them to be I, like if, if they say yes because they want to lie then okay whatever I ain't asking that but like <laughs> I don't want to know <laughs> if you're well. playing me I don't trust y'all y'all yeah. been going off about squirt for years I am determined that is piss I'm they're is. finding an excuse to pee on us I I do, I do not I'm I not mean, buying I, it I learned that it was piss a long time ago so. this is the thing. Like what, this what fucked me up. Piss in water. The whatever? first girl that I made squirt, mm -hmm. she squirt just, she's just a squirter, like mm -hmm. just nonstop the whole time, and it was clear, odorless, mm -hmm. wasn't smelling nothing. Mm -hmm. Start fucking with other girls, I see yellow, I smell it, and I'm like, that's piss, my nigga. Like, yeah, these can't be the same thing. Mm. And I, I don't know if there is a difference, if there is one that's not and one that is. Because well, allegedly it's just seminal fluid mm -hmm. that you guys exert. Mm -hmm. It's seminal fluid. But it's not obviously semen. Mm -hmm. But there's traces of urine in it because mm -hmm. it's coming from the same hole. So I'm like, I don't know what to believe, honestly. And Maybe. I'm not going to be going out here asking every, so what's that? Uh, <laughs> like, But I, don't, I feel like they wouldn't even know maybe, you know? I mean, I think moment. they know. I don't know. I don't. I don't, um, I don't know how never to do squirted? that. So oh yeah, you never like, squirted. Yeah, I don't know what it's yeah. about. But maybe if you smell it more and it's like more yellow, it's because they don't drink enough water and they don't have a good diet. Because you can pee. The better your diet is, and the more water you drink, the less the lighter smell. your piss is, and the See, less stink. Women, I've been fucking. We be smoking backwards and shit before the sex. So it's like. <laughs> The dehydration is, <laughs> is definitely set in. That's Your one thing I'm smells. trying to stop. That's one thing I'm trying to stop is smoking right before sex. Yeah. Like, because it just, it affects everything. Mm. Pussy gets drier. Mm. You d Yeah, you don't smoke, so no, you don't no, know. No. But it's a direct, <laughs> you put it like, um, it's called pasties. Mm -hmm. When you smoke and, like, your mouth is dry or whatever. Pussy gets pasties, too. Mm. It's like, I don't know how it's directly linked, but it is somehow. And so, yeah, I'm try I try not to do that right before. Like, I'll smoke afterwards or some mm -hmm. shit. But, yeah, man, that stuff, it's just a lot. Just too much, Depends. man. It's just too much. But uh, Rihanna cared nothing about any of that and just continued to <laughs> uh, ovulate and make babies. And she looks like she's in her, what, second trimester first? What do you think? Well, she's definitely in her second trimester if she's announcing. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, if it's, I guess it's safe not to announce. Yeah, I doubt um, that she was going to tell really early. Yeah. So she's probably, like... Five months. How do you feel about the performance? I think the performance was good. I don't understand. Like, I... No, I don't understand why people complain so much because it's like, you want Beyonce from Rihanna. And Rihanna's not Beyonce. You think that's what it is? I think so. <coughs> I think they wanted non-pregnant Rihanna from a pregnant Rihanna. That's what <laughs> I think. I think that they expected that... Remember that one work performance? Where there's like a hundred people on stage bubbling behind her and shit. But she had a hundred marshmallows dancing. They and they went the fuck off too. But she didn't go off like how she went off with that performance. So I think everyone's still Ooh. comparing her to her old self, mm -hmm. and which is really unfair. Mm -hmm. But I will say, <clears throat> out of all the pregnant performances we've seen over the past couple of years, that is the worst. Really? Yeah. I mean, Cardi. Cardi was at, what was it? Rolling Loud? Was it where she performed pregnant? Cardi's and she was like lot, in her though. third trimester. She was like, and she twerking. was on the floor twerking, doing all types of shit, like really going crazy. Mm -hmm. 
Serena Williams won what? Wimbledon, was it? <laughs> like yeah. a whole, she won a whole Grand Slam. Beyonce had a crazy performance, pregnant. Like, we've seen a lot of pregnant greats mm. really kill shit and bring it home. And I feel like it was kind of lackluster. Even for even know. for a pregnant person, like I feel like there's more that could have been done with her specifically. I loved what they did with the background dancers. Those guys fucking oh, murdered it. <laughs> Is that what they were? That's what they're calling themselves. Oh, is that what they're calling themselves? They're all on TikTok still wearing the costume so that you know that they are a marshmallow. I was like, yo, nigga, <laughs> I'm ripping off my sunglasses. Eh? You guys are going to know it's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was crazy. I've seen so many theories about this performance. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen any of the conspiracy theories? What? Uh, like the satanic stuff. Oh, of course. My sister sent this to me. Look, it's Illuminati. I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. The, the Illuminati <laughs> talks came. It is very interesting that we are seeing a lot of these, especially top performers with the all red look and with the white, especially. Uh, you got Sm- Sam Smith, who just did the devil um, performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had Kendrick, who's done that before. You have The Weeknd mm-hmm. with the red suit and with the white mask performers. And this one, I'm, I'm not too sure what any of that means. I guess Satan's colors are red traditionally so everybody's like yeah cool but it's also christmas <laughs> like it's, so, it's first <laughs> valentine's day. day valentine's day there's so yeah. many other red and whites <laughs> canada switzerland <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> we can yeah. keep going people it's a lot yeah. so yeah i they've always said the illuminati and stuff like that honestly there, it's it's like the whole car analogy like when you get a car and you just start seeing it everywhere. If you're looking for something, you're gonna see. You're it. gonna see the signs. If if you're looking for Satan in, in a rich in a performance, you're gonna yeah. find it. That she was throwing up the diamond. I'm like, yeah, she's part of Rock Nation. Rock Nation. They that's, literally do it all the time. That's the, what they all do. <laughs> literally, um, Beyonce doesn't. She's not even Rock Nation. They said she threw up a six at some point. I'm like, okay, all right. Um, <laughs> she. One thing she did do is make she made sure she pulled out an a Fenty appliance. Absolutely, and yeah, she you know got that marketing out. Fenty yeah, going up eight hundred percent. Did it post performance? Nice, and they made a lot of they did like a lot of branding. Oh yeah, like they did related. amazing branding. Their marketing was great. There was this one ad where it was like a line of like yeah the footballs white footballs. <laughs> And then the foundation, <laughs> it started at the darkest one, and it, like, so painted good. it, and it just continued, and it continued to go from the darkest shade to the lightest, lightest shade. yeah. They went, and they, um, I seen some of the influencers, they got flew out uh, as, like, a part of the Fenty brand trip mm. to go to the Super Bowl. They go into their hotel, and... It's like Fenty out. You go into the bathroom and it says like Fenty Beauty on the mirrors. And they have like all of the skincare stuff and wow. like some makeup stuff. And then you go into the bedroom area and there's this concealer pillow that says like Fenty. Mm. And like all these other Fenty pillows and a Fenty blanket and a rug. And they get to keep all of that stuff. Like so they really went off. Creators? And then they um the one girl that yeah, I think they they were big creators. Bretman Rock. Was smaller. Bretman Rock went. There was this one black girl. She um she like she doesn't have a huge platform, but she's also like not super like super fall, s- small, sorry. She's yeah. actually rep by Kensington Gray, which is Toronto Shays mm. um company here in the city. Um 
So it was like a variety, but they were a little bit bigger. Because I know there was this one white girl who I've seen, and I think she's pretty massive. Mm. So they did send out bigger um, creators. But also you have to remember, it's New York Fashion Week. So there was a lot of people that got other partnerships mm. for... Other makeup, yeah. Like there's Nars. Nars did an amazing brand trip um, to New York, and they had them in a hotel that cost twenty two hundred dollars a night. And yeah, they gave them like a full range of like concealers and all that stuff, and they like brought them to clubs and they had them like popping bottles Mm. and like doing the most. Dior had some people out like. Um, what's it called? Chiesto or something. So many makeup brand brands in general had a lot of uh, brand trips this weekend in New York. And then on top of that, there's like stuff. fashion ones and, and stuff. Super so Bowl stuff. I you feel gotta like think th- about the she should have gotten smaller creators because like you're such, especially Fenty mm-hmm. is such a huge brand. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Rihanna being the face of that brand is huge in itself. Where you can create the new wave of huge creators by giving them this trip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you have... And it doesn't take much to look... You can go through a hashtag and find a couple 15 to 20 people that promote your product and have 2,000 followers or 3,000 followers but are steady making content, trying to grow, trying to get mm-hmm. bigger. You put they them on this trip. crazy on TikTok. Especially with the... the Especially right now. You, they're all going to vlog. They're all going to do cross-pollinate collab. Yeah. The, uh, the intertwining of those small creators in itself and them being on that trip is going to get them so much more Yeah. You following. know what's crazy is that the smaller the followers, the more you get out of them. Because when I was looking at the creators who were invited, Bretman Rock, he did one post. And Bretman is fucking Huge. popular. Yeah. Like, he's He's been out huge of this for a world. long time, too. Out of this world, right? Yeah. And he's a great person. I absolutely love his personality. Mm. But he only did one TikTok. I don't know what he d- if he did anything on Instagram. I didn't check. But this girl, this black girl who just kept popping up on my feed, I went to her page and she made like 10 TikToks. Yep. She doesn't have nearly as much followers as Bretman. She might be in like the hundred thousands, like mm. lower hundred thousands. And she made a bunch of TikToks. And she got great views, but she promoted the brand way too, like, above and beyond this world because she was so passionate. She was so excited. They brought them to a Drake concert. Like, Mm. it was real excitement. But then you go to these big creators and it's like, oh, one post. Like, yeah, I'm here just to, like, say they did it, you know? Well, it's the payment, too, right? Like, how much they're getting paid, whereas the other person needs that exposure so much, it doesn't even matter how much they're getting paid. Because if they were getting paid more, they'd they be want like, the content. Exactly. If they're getting paid more, they'd be way more exclusive with their stuff and be like, okay, maybe I should put this out or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, I'm losing my train of thought. But it's the whole following thing, especially with a smaller follower count, more loyal, more content you'll get out of it. That's the North Korea approach. Mm-hmm. Like, right now, North Korea is catering to 10% of their population because they're hoping the rest of them die. Oh, wow. Because it's way easier to control 10% of people than the whole and to get them to be loyal than the amount of people they have right now. Wow. So that's why you see so many stories about the starvation and the hunger in, in mm-hmm. North Korea because they want them, these people to just die out. They, have, they give them no food so they can't, like, fight yeah. back. So then the 10% will procreate and their 
they will, will already grow, they be will indoctrinated. Grow up in yeah, mm-hmm. they already be institutionalized. So mm. it, it's it's there's something to do with, and it's just like what we were talking about with Chloe. Honestly, it's like with a smaller creator, it takes so much less to make them happy mm-hmm. that they're so happy for that look that they'll work ten times harder. Whereas yeah. Brett and Rock or whatever, he'll he's so used to these like yeah. it's, these get thrown at him daily. Sometimes he has to refuse them. It's like it's not like that important. Like he literally to him. had a stylist come in and fly him out like a whole outfit just so he could go to the Super Bowl. Hey man, you, you know? ain't tricking if and you got it. And then the other girl is like, okay, let me just. I went to the NFL store and I bought myself a Super Bowl jacket. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's she crazy. was way more into it, you know. So mm. I just feel like, yes, they're he's like him and all these other creators. They're really into makeup. That's what they started off and mm-hmm. built their platform for. But there's other people who are just about the whole experience. Yeah, they're interested in going to the Super Bowl and like the culture around that. Like yeah. Super Bowl, like sports culture is so much different than New York Fashion Week. That's why a lot of those New York Fashion Week girlies aren't even gonna go mm. to the Super Bowl. They don't care. Yeah, that's not where their money's gonna come from. Twenty four seven. The target audience is they need there. to they need to dress up. You know, and look fly yeah. and be seen and go to the shows. And wear and those big ass red boots that everybody <laughs> is wearing for some reason. What yeah. the fuck is going on with these boots? You're the fa- you're our fashion uh, resident expert. <laughs> what the fuck's going on with these boots, man? You see, red is in. Rihanna oh, said it. Christ. Red is in. So Satan's in. I guess. Allegedly, <laughs> that's what the TikTokers oh be saying. Oh, my goodness. These red <laughs> boots, man. I just nonstop seeing them. And like honestly, the over the... Oh, no, those big ones. The mis- big ass boots. First oh, person ones, that wore are, them um, was Shea Gildress Alexander. Mm-hmm. He wore them to the game with those pants that were like those wavy Supreme pants. I mean, Louis, I think, actually. I actually fucked with the fit. I'm not going to lie to it you. It worked for that. It worked for that. Because he wasn't showing the whole boot as well. It mm-hmm. was like all covering until you got to actual the bottom, bottom part. part. Everybody just wearing these boots, and I'm like, yeah. is this, ch- this going to be the new trend? They- Cartoon fashion? They look like the cause statues, you know, like the cause art. I know, yeah, I that's know exactly what, what you that's mean. That's what it is, whatever. But it's crea- Astro Boy. The creator of it is Mischief, and Mischief is the ones that took those vans and made it yep. wavy. Mischief keeps, like, their name is Mischief for a reason. But they I heard keep, they're not even selling them. Yeah, they just sent them out to creators. They keep doing shit for people. They sent them out to, like, big people. Wait, hold on. It's just a PR thing. They are a viral shoe company. This That's is all they do. Mischief is the same one that made that Lil Nas X shoe yes. with the blood in it. Yes. Me box side. This Who is, is involved in that? I don't know. We need to find out. Well, Tyga. Tyga. When they when they dropped the Ty- vans. Yeah. Tyga? When they dropped those wavy vans or whatever, they said that Tyga has a partnership with them so he's like that he it's not him he's not the creator of the company and shit they just associate it with his celebrity so but wild. yeah the point of mischief is that they create mischief they create these shoes that are going to get the people talking vans obviously suit them for their shoes company. they just want to see they distracting from this is, this is a distraction company What's know. the point of this? If not know. to create Nothing. a distraction. They just want to see get the people going. Like Coil like Ray has been seen in them. Yeah, that's not gonna uh, get me party. going. Party. Like there's a bunch of other a people. A lot I've of seen. people. Janelle Monet shooting hoops in them oh, and yeah. shit. 
So that's a lot of people wearing a Diplo courtside. That's what I'm saying. The company literally, I don't know who owns this company, but they got money and they're like, okay, we're going to send it out to X, Y, and Z. And what are you getting back? I don't know. Exactly. It's a distraction. Everything has a purpose. I was talking about this with my barber today. Everything has a purpose and cause, right? Yeah. And I was, uh, I'm in philosopher talk lately. I've been, I've been killing philosopher TikTok. And man, it's just, it's just made me ponder and think about things mm-hmm. that are like impending doom. It's like <laughs> it's just too much. Like if everything has a cause, we can we can determine that every single thing has a reason for being here, right? Everything. That means that the universe has to have a reason, mm-hmm. right? There has to be a purpose because everything else has a purpose. Remember when you first found out about cockroaches and maggots and all? Yeah. Like, why do we need those? Like I they googled, do things. I googled why skunks exist. And it's, there's a reason. Apparently, there's a reason. There's a reason. I still don't think they need to exist, but there's a reason. There's I an think, ecosystem, you know? I think everything, like, if you think about your body and how your body runs, like, my barber's just like, yo, look at how robots, like, men have been trying to make robots for how many decades, and still robots are still moving like this, mm-hmm. right? But us humans... We's fluid. We got rhythm. We got all this stuff. And it's like, how does that happen? Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's, everything's cause and effect. Cause and effect. So everything that's here is here for a reason because it started from one thing. Yeah. Right? Now, if it started from one thing, if it existed, mm-hmm. that means something has to be bigger than it. Okay. This is why scientists cannot say there's no God. If the universe is a thing and we can determine that everything in the universe has a purpose, mm-hmm. universe then therefore has to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose? I don't know. Can't fathom it. I don't know what the fucking purpose of time life is anything. Like <laughs> So whoever created this yeah. has to be bigger than time and space. Yeah. That has to be God. Yeah. It's just that simple. <laughs> like there's no other explanation. There's nothing anyone can tell me about, like, atheists. What's the argument? Mm -hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Something has to... Okay, put it this way. I can't remember what philosopher said it, but he said, why is there something and not nothing? I don't know. It's the most profound question I've ever heard in my life. I Why are there things in philosophy? And so <laughs> you hated know. it? I wouldn't have I didn't do it. I would have hated it. <laughs> it's amazing to me because that's that question I, I blew my mind. Why are there things? Yeah. Why is there anything? Like that's wild. Mm-hmm. It's fucked up. I did Google and the shoes go on sale on the 16th. The 16th? Yeah, yeah I heard there five, so they were, five bills, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're not on sale right now. So that's the point of it. So but that mischief they are is selling them? To, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they okay. sent it out to the influencers and all that stuff to get everybody super hype over them. And then they're going to go on sale on the 16th, and we'll see how the sales do. Uh, and they, Well, they can't be sued this time. I remember Nike was suing them for the little Nas X shoes. Yeah, Nike, then Vans went and sued for the Wave shoes. Mm. I didn't know so, that. I don't know. Maybe cause kids sue. Wow. I feel like he might have trademarks over his How design. But it's, he can it's, have trademarks over he his can. design. He can't because that's an Astro Boy boot. Like, there's cartoons with those boots. And that's where he got it from. He initially stole it from Mickey Mouse. Like, why isn't Disney 
sued Koss yet. Mm. So then maybe Astro Boy will sue them. <laughs> I can see the Mickey Mouse yeah. gloves coming out. I can see that being a thing, like real gloves. Mm. I seen a, a Simpson, Marge Simpson heel, mm -hmm. a real prototype that someone was wearing. Yeah. And I'm like, is this going to be the new thing now? Cartoon clothes? Maybe. That's fucked. That is fucked. But I'm you know what's ready. crazy is that like everybody made fun of um, Kanye for wearing those big old boots forever and now. And we're still making fun of all these people. <laughs> we're still making fun of all of them. They're, none of them are cool. We'll see what happens when the sales, you know? Well, it's, uh, we see what happened with Adidas. They're losing billions. Yeah. Billions. They've never had a loss. They've never reported a loss. You know, that's why I think that I so Ivy Park just did another drop. Park Trail or something like that. Yeah, I see that. And so I went on because I have enough points that I'll get exclusive access before it goes oh, on sorry, sale. Oh, sorry. Flex. Drip, drip, drip. Okay. Bought enough Yeezys. I waited a very long time to get to that four <laughs> level and then they drop Yeezy. And I'm like, what the <laughs> Right when I was about to have it's like exclusive access. All those air miles in the yeah. <laughs> piercing closes down. <laughs> and so I went on and I'm like, yo, this drop is fucking expensive. Mm. Like, Ivy Park was not cheap. But it wasn't as expensive. Like, these jackets are costing $1,000. I'm like, bro, if I'm buying a thousand dollar jacket i'm gonna buy did like, beyonce try this one time before gucci shit i feel like she tried to do that with house of darion like second installment she tried to jack think, up the price to I be think like house of darion was shit. i don't oh i don't know about that but i don't i don't know if it's really her i think it's adidas it was her because mom no no i'm talking no, about early house of, early, house of early days i'm talking yeah. about early days i'm not sure about the pricing like mm. i was too young to really even i knew that you had a hoodie though i did have it see that picture yeah <laughs> I did have the hoodie. Yo, we used to pose so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our poses were so funny. Like, my little caption is, like, get right or get left. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, we had, used to have some winner's-ass captions, bro. Like, <laughs> shit you put in a winner's frame, we used to put on our shit. Um, so with Adidas, it says that regardless of how much money they make, they have to pay Beyonce like twenty million a year, and to do the production and advertising and all that stuff costs a couple hundred million, and they're not even making half of that back from it. So that's why. And then like with the loss of Yeezy, which was hands down running the company for the last half of years, yep. they're in a deficit. And so when I seen those prices, I was like, yo, they're really trying to bank on. The beehive people. Well, this is what, coming what happens when you get lazy. Spending that money. This is what happens when you get lazy. Mm. You you're watching. You're like, oh, Kanye will do it for us. That's fine. You don't have to yeah. try that hard. We'll make some more NMDs. Yeah. <laughs> like it's you got to come up with. You got to find a way to innovate. Mm -hmm. And even through marketing, like Nike has found time and time again different ways to innovate with marketing. It they got the movie dropping now, which yeah. is about to turn shit up a whole other notch. Although, cool. Even though Michael Jordan's not going to be in the movie. Yeah. Like the person playing Jordan. You'll never see him. Yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised. Annoying. I thought so. I'm not surprised either because, because like, I don't, like you have to. S there's no Michael biopic yet. That's yeah. why I'm not surprised. Yeah. I don't think Michael's going to sign he, off on yeah, his likeness. Say, he has to sign off on that. Yeah. He, he has can't. to sign off on his likeness and he hasn't even made his own movie yet. Why yeah. would he? 
put a character into someone else's. Yeah. Even though I think he did fumble mm-hmm. because if he would have went off the back of this production and say they introduce the Michael, say he's like in the last 10 minutes. Then they could have spun. And then they could have spun off into whatever biopic he wants to do. Like that could have been a really dope way of helping promote it with using somebody else's project. Mm-hmm. But he's known to do this. He was in like what? Two years of video games. He was in no NBA jams. He would not allow us to be <laughs> Michael Jordan. Every video game growing up had like mm-hmm. a number 23 that was a no-name player. Mm. <coughs> and that was just his rules. And then like, I think it was 2K17 or 16 when it was like the first Jordan actual game. And it was just like mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I wasn't surprised. Um, Speaking of MJ. Oh, but I was going to say that even with Puma, Puma like really blows my mind that they're able to continually sign all these people like when you think about it they have a lot of people on their fucking roster Mm. like and even in the past having rihanna on it rihanna shit did really well but their whole basketball division they got jay Jay z's the one who runs their biggest thing right now yeah their basketball division and he has signed so many people the mellows do great like Mm. they love it and they have the rights to like rick and morty they're coming out in the soccer world as well yeah, soccer world, which is a huge, huge Puma's part been of around it. it. But like, I'm just like, yo, your budget is really crazy. That must mean that people are really buying the shoes. You know what I mean? You like, I think like the average consumer who just needs shoes. Like, I need a running shoe. I need like you know just a simple trainer. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who are really keeping Puma alive. They have all the best like women athletes. Brianna Stewart. She has her own. I don't know who that is. She's a WNBA player, well, white why. girl. Yeah, she <laughs> just went to New York Liberty, but she's like amazing. Oh, that and girl! She has her own first. They were saying woman. it's unfair or something like that. She must be really, really fire. Yeah, she's she really has dope. her own like her first woman sil- silhouette mm. for basketball. That's never happened before. Not ever. Wow, wow! And they gave it to a white woman. That's crazy. Yeah. That's because crazy. like they've done like partnerships right there. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, like Nike did partnerships, you know what I mean? Mm. Like Maya Moore, but she not even Cheryl Swoops. Uh, well, I don't know if it was considered like an actual model from scratch. You know, mm. I'm not sure. They probably yeah. They probably built on previously had silhouettes. Yeah, stuff, and yeah. then like kind of gave it to them and let them do the color race. But I'm pretty sure they designed her basket basketball specific sneaker from scratch speaking of no budgets mm-hmm. um a lot of people were surprised that they don't get paid for the super bowl performance yeah you don't, don't get know that. a lot no you don't sure. get anything zero yeah you get no money mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to and you're paying for it for the most part i think the weekend paid like seven million for his halftime show mm-hmm. but you get it obviously she's getting it from apple and yeah, you get the kickback. The kickback. The Super Bowl bump is yeah something serious. Because the percentage of her songs, like eight hundred percent, eight hundred percent, everything yeah, went up. Yeah, one or, like I think Diamonds was like um, twelve hundred or something like that percent. <laughs> yeah, no. Th- I mean, I've been people listening don't to Rihanna understand. For days. <laughs> people don't understand the the bump Impact, that that yeah. gives you. Like it's no matter how big of an artist you are. Mm-hmm. It's still gonna bump things, and she's had longevity too. Seventeen since, years. Since, no, but since she since she announced that she was going to be at the Super Bowl, she's been releasing products. So oh, okay, I that see what you're picture of her holding, holding the, the ball, ball yeah. 
that's made into a sweater. Yeah. They have jerseys. T-shirts. They have t-shirts. Yep. So ever since, like, leading up to it, she's been making money. Making bank, yeah. You know, they did a dedicated lip gloss mm-hmm. for it called Riri. The, 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 with the yards around is so sick. It yep. looks so dope. Like, yeah. The way they, her team is, they're geniuses, man. Oh, they're I was going to say, I seen a TikToker in Australia, and it was two black girls, and they did this TikTok, like, something like, we didn't know that this was an all-white party. Because they, they were saying that they were the only two black people at the Australian Fenty party. Mm-hmm. So Fenty threw a party for the Super Bowl to be able to watch the halftime. It looked amazing. Um, like, they literally had a field in the back of a mansion, like, with it saying Fenty Bowl and all that stuff. Had all these different makeup artists there to do people's makeups. Obviously, DJ, all that shit. And the girls were like, we're, like, the only black girls that it's were Australia. there. No, Australia has plenty of like aboriginals. They do. They don't fuck with them niggas. <laughs> what do you mean? Australia does not fuck with aboriginal. They're aboriginal people. They're racist to them even more than the black people. But I think that the I think that if Rihanna knew who they invited to that event, that she wouldn't have liked it. I mean, there's only because so she much was, she can do. She was she purposely created this line to for black people and pe- other people, people of, of color, color yeah. to be included within the beauty industry that is highly like yeah excluding us you know and so i think that she probably would have been really upset with that i mean there's only so much i'm pretty sure they I had other installations going on other places like this she's doing a halftime show like there's only so much she can herself that's no, I'm just saying that I, I think that if she knew yeah what happened then she would probably have a problem and i really hope that this post continues to like pick up steam so that it could be reported back to her and so then they can better you know adjust you can't tell me there's no fucking black people in australia that you couldn't invite them to the thing i have no idea i'm not sure what the australian influencer market is out there with black people and beauty creators well i have no idea apparently there's tons well (laughs) hopefully they figure that out um the super bowl halftime show has been like only a thing, obviously, uh, people think that this has been a thing forever as well. It's only started in 1993. Oh, wow. And you know who started it? Michael Jackson. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> Michael Jackson's the first Super Bowl halftime show. And was it Pepsi? That I think it was like a Pepsi sponsored or some shit like that, yeah. but he bodied it. <laughs> he bodied that shit. Nigga yeah. started with Jam, went into Black or White, then did Beat It, then did Billie Jean. I'm like, yo. These people mm-hmm. are getting a show, fam. And then he ended it with We Are The World. Had like 400 children come out and join him on stage. Mm-hmm. Had the entire audience flip up these things that made giant children in the stands mm-hmm. from overhead. And then they're all saying, We Are The World. He's kissing white babies. I'm like, this is insane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's running for president. <laughs> it was wild. But um, yeah, man, it, it was, it's like, I'm, I'm going to give her grace, obviously, because she's pregnant. And... You gotta understand it's their first performance live in front of people in like seven years, no? Wasn't yep. that like her first performance? She in hasn't seven performed, years? I don't think, since um and I don't fr- know about seven. I think she hasn't performed since the two thousand eighteen MTV Awards. It's two thousand eighteen? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so then five years. But even still, to come back from any hiatus and the first place you perform is the Super Bowl. 
Like there's a lot. That's a lot just, to live like, up to. I just don't understand why people were hating. She looked amazing. Her outfit was amazing. Mm. You know, we always are praising Rihanna for what she looks like and what she wears. So she nailed that. Her set design was crazy. Like people levitating in the air and dancing on these little flying shelves. She had a hundred of these like marshmallows going the fuck off. They were giving it like their whole life. She had a great set, like song selection. I think she picked all the best songs and I wouldn't have even asked for her to change it at all. And so it's like, I don't really like get like there's always something with her. People always complain about her performances. I've never seen everybody hit, yeah. happy. I was arguing with somebody at my house about her vo- vocals, and I'm like, they're like, she can't sing, and I'm like, okay, but she's gotten like much better, like way better, so much better than Ponda Replay days. Like if you hear her now, it's night and day. Absolutely, and like, it, you got to give people grace and time. Look at the weekend when he first started out, shaky. Now he sounds incredible. It's but like like Rihanna is not a Jennifer Hudson. You don't go there expecting to hear these ridiculous ballads and runs. Yeah, You know you're not going to get that from her. She's not a dancer. She's not going to hit the stage like Beyonce or Jennifer Lopez. Mm. Like, she's not that person. She's never been that person. She'll give you a one-two step. So that's why I'm like... Yo, what do you guys expect? What you guys want it like fucking features? I think like, it's because of Beyonce exists. Like shut up. It's because Beyonce exists, and that will forever be the litmus test for other artists. Is once you have that person there, everyone's measured up against that person, and especially when you're a black woman, mm-hmm. they're gonna measure you up against other black women and I make d- it very unfair. And mm-hmm. like she, especially with her, if you've grown with her over the years and. It's not like she's new, man. Like <laughs> she's been yeah. around seventeen years. You should know what to expect by now. I also think her winning in almost every category of her life has a lot to do it as well with it as well. Mm-hmm. People need something to say you're not perfect about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like she's an ambassador. She looks out for the impoverished. She she makes lines of she's makeup always, for like yo. Think she's always about looking out. The, she look always looking out for like the little person. Think about where she came from. She came from a small ass island. Like Barbados is not a big island. I've been around it. Like from one area to the next in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Like you could do it in a couple hours. There's not that many people. They don't even have cows there. Okay. Like she came from a very small fucking island to being on a stage that it's not the World Cup, but shit, it's one of the biggest like America's sport, World Cup. <laughs> sporting events. Yeah. Be happy for that. And she continuously reps Barbados, you know? She doesn't like I don't know why she's not repping her home Jamaica. It's very oh my weird. Gosh. <laughs> um, but we'll talk to her about that. It's fine. But I'm just like, yo, she never forgot her roots, you know what I mean? So, I just I just think that people just judge they too need to much give more and grace, you man. just can't like I was just amazed by everything that was going on. Like, yeah. it's not even, I didn't even know she, like, people kept saying to me, like, oh, she pregnant, she pregnant. I'm like, yo, she had a baby last year. She, like, she hasn't gotten skinny. She mm. hasn't made it public like Beyonce did about having some ridiculous, intense workout and diet mm-hmm. to get back into shape. Because yeah. Beyonce made that very public when she was doing it for Coachella. Rihanna didn't do that. Rihanna's been still had 
the baby weight. You know mm. what I mean? So for me, I'm just like, oh, whatever. I was I didn't see her rubbing no belly, like nothing. I was just like, okay, whatever. From the second she came on, I thought she was pregnant. I'm not gonna lie to you. From the second she came well, on, they said that the second every, the my first whole timeline was, was like, is she? Yeah, because the first thing she did was like open her jacket and like rub her belly. But I didn't even notice that. I I didn't see I was that. Just, like, I didn't looking see her at, rub her belly. I, I was just looking, looking at, at her. everything. Like I just looked the at imagery, her. like the fireworks. I thought it was great. Like I thought the camera work was phenomenal. Yeah, they had that last shot where she screams "Diamonds in the sky." And it's just a slow pan out, and then the firework. I was like, and you see everybody give them like the Emmy. lights and stuff. Give like them that. the Emmy. I'm like, that's incredible, man. Yeah. yeah. And she's just there, like looking up at it. We're gonna big like, up our black woman on this blood clot. I don't know. know. I we do something here each and every week, man. Yeah. We don't miss a week. Not a single blood clot week we miss. And that is our good youth of the week. Ah, you're such a good youth. My goodness. Oh, you're so good. All the goodness of this youth. Wow. Wow. So much goodness. Um, obviously, Rihanna. We have to give it up for Rihanna. Super Bowl performance. Um, just incredible work. Beyonce. Beyonce, the most Grammy-nominated artist in history. Yes. Big up. Hold on. Where's <laughs> Big up. Lizzo. First black woman to win record of the year since Whitney Houston. Big up yourself. Wow. Since 1994. Big up yourself. Yo, I think this was so slept on the black community. Mm. I don't think that we give her enough credit and realize how amazing of an artist she is. I've listened to her music. I can see why. I can see why. I it's She does make black music. She's a black woman. Mm -hmm. But it's still... A little skewed in sound to radio. It sounds like but very, she's a pop star. I get that, mm. but not everybody likes that. Mm. that, especially in the black community. That's probably there's a lot of pop has a history of being disingenuous mm -hmm. and inauthentic when it comes to the the generating of hits. It's like a hit factory, so it comes off. It loses Rihanna, that connection Rihanna's with a pop people. Star. Rihanna's is pop star by force. I don't think she's a pop star. And her pop hits are, like, they, they just slap. It's just that simple. They slap across all ethnicities. Mm -hmm. it, we can't, I don't think people are making a concerted effort to not like Lizzo's music. Because if you listen to her, the girl can sing, she can rap, she can play flute, she can dance. And, and she can do it all at the same time. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, she can do that for an entire performance. So there's no denying that. It's like I watching LeBron. There's no denying that. But a lot of people don't like LeBron's style of play. A lot of people don't like LeBron's flopping. It's just certain things you're just not gonna like. You can respect it, but I'm not gonna necessarily fuck. Like I, I think I love music. I think it's a weight thing. I think that like it, she does not fit how I don't we love our superstars. I don't look. agree. I don't agree. Kelly Price was bigger than her. Luther Vandross was. Huge. And when were they? I can name so many yep. big artists that. Made hits but that when? we all fucked with. But when? What do you mean when? What in does that like have to do with? The 80s and 90s. There were more scrutiny on fat people in the 80s and 90s. No, but it was then compared to now. Like, we have social media and everybody wants to look like they, like, Everybody wants to look out. like that then, too. Nobody wanted to be fat then. They had way more shaming back then. Now you shame, you get in trouble for it. You think there's more shaming now of fat people? Yes. How? 
How? I, I think there's think more that... examples of of the media trying to shape your image, but I don't think there's nearly as much fat shaming as 80s and 90s. It was you, on TV. It was in movies. You can't. It was everywhere. You can't say it. But you can imply it and you can mentally be like, oh, I don't like Lizzo because she's just a fat girl. But you think that that's worse than verbally saying it? I'm saying that that's why I don't think the black community is as much on her side. I don't agree with that at all. Uh, there's been tons of overweight celebrities that we fucked with over There's none decades. right now. There's none right now. So there needs to be one right now for us to fuck with one right now? Yes, when I, we were little, do you think we knew anything? No. Yes, we did. We knew they were fat. What are you talking about? But that didn't change anything. We didn't exactly. know. When we were little, do you think you had, like, uh, idolized, like, body weight until you got into later? And, and when social media continued to... Social media is at its peak. Everybody wants to look a certain way. It's very trendy to look like you have the smallest waist and the fattest I ass. I agree. We didn't have that. Like, There's more inclusivity, inclusivity now than there was ever in the 80s and 90s. There's way more avenues for bigger people, for gay people, for all minority groups. There are way more opportunities now than ever before. More inclusivity, more support online, more any of that than there has ever been. I can't agree with that. I think I'm telling so you So you think opinion. it was more inclusive I'm not more saying that it was accepting. more inclusive. I think that the white people are like, okay, we we like her as is, whatever. I think black people are like, okay. Black people are shaming her because she's fat and white people are not? They probably do, but they this like is her. crazy. There's plenty Because of they like her music. Her, her music is their style of music. Okay, well, I don't understand then. If she makes pop music, Rihanna makes pop music. So they make why very can't different tunes. You can't say her, her music is the same as, as Rihanna's music. You cannot. Okay. You think they're comparable? Like they're the same type of music? They're pop songs. Pop is not a genre. It is a state of being in this industry. Well, are you they, popular they or are make, you not? They make it a genre. She makes it a genre. Who? Rihanna's music, I can point to reggae songs. I can point to uh, R&B songs and which that one? became pop hits because she's a pop star. Which one are the biggest ones? The ones Diamonds? that are... Those are the biggest ones because white people are also on board. But that doesn't mean black people are not on board because white people are on board. White, black people didn't stop liking diamonds because white people liked it. That doesn't make any sense. I'm not saying that people are not liking her music because white people like it. But you're saying, I'm saying, it's saying because that she of the doesn't fit the image of the people that we like now. She doesn't fit the image of white people either. White people shame fat people way more than black people. All right. We're way more accepting of that. Okay. <laughs> if you look at white men and trying to get white women, they won't even like women with too big a butts. Like, that's a problem. So I, they want the skinniest. I think there's way more scrutiny in the white world than there is the black world. I think it has everything to do with the type of music she's making. I don't think that the music appeals to both types of people. And if it did, I don't think there would be any... And I'm pretty sure, even saying she, that, okay, so I'm pretty says, sure she has she says tons of black people she listen says to it, her. She says it herself. No, when you go to a Lizzo concert, like, there was somebody who posted, like, yo, I'm, like, one of the only, not one of the only, but there's not that many black, black people, people in the stadium or in the arena. I could say that at a Kendrick concert, though. I could say that any any concert, really. Kendrick concerts, majority white people. Mm. And I've been to the ones where he was at Rebel, and I've been to the ones where he's at ACC. There's no yeah. difference. White people. Tyler, certain, the creator. There's, white people. I was going to say there's a certain rap that white people just 
really the fucking. boom bap yeah they it's the really purists they feel like they're, they're like <laughs> and they will show up about that <laughs> method man Wu-Tang, white people <laughs> yeah like it's it's and they're riders they will fight you they will you have a method man t-shirt on right now and a white guy fucks with method man he's quizzing you yeah he's quizzing you and yo patty you gotta talk to your people Patty, you got to talk to your people. Let us wear our rock band tees because they look good. We don't need to know the names of the rock bands. We don't need to know the drummer. I don't give a fuck who the guitarist or the bassist. Or I don't care. It just looks good. Mm-hmm. Tell your people, leave me alone. <laughs> but anyways, Lizzo, we love you. <laughs> don't get this misconstrued. We love you. I think she's accomplished incredible things. Um, she has. But the music is just not for me personally. Me personally. And there are tons of black people that do listen to her. I just don't think it's as many as we're used to seeing with the Rihanna or Beyonce or that. And I don't think it has anything to do with weight, honestly. It's the music. I literally do because we idolize, like, the reason why social media is the way that it is is because we get to see into other people's lives and we're able to idolize Mm -hmm. what we don't have. Yeah. And so Rihanna is a beautiful woman who is in shape, who knows how to dress and you look at her and you're like i want to be like her Mm -hmm. and then they see lizzo very fucking talented Mm -hmm. she's beautiful but she doesn't have the body that we are told to have okay and so i just think that they're like okay like exclusively with women you think they're like let me just write you off i I think do you think that that's exclusively with women and they'll be like oh she's so fucking extra because she's like she's fat and she'll wear fucking chaps but so does megan the stallion like her booty's always out so it's like oh but lizzo but lizzo can't you know and people will be like oh she's so extra because she wants to like twerk cardi b's extra you know cardi b does the most i see what you're saying in terms of like what they want to see and who they give that privilege to over who they don't Mm-hmm. Do you think that would you say the same thing as with with men or is it just strictly with women when it comes to that? Um, I think women it ma- mainly. It's hard to I, like, argue I this because really I don't want to call women like undesirable and give examples of non-attractive women that are. You know what I mean? Like then it just feels mean. I'm like, yeah. but this person's. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like it's hard to like argue it. I see what you mean in terms of the pretty privilege taking. Um, feeding into the careers a little bit, but I'm always a firm believer that content trumps everything. Like, Mm -hmm. I've seen Kodak Black, who looks like a cockroach, literally create a career where people are calling him better than Drake. Yeah, but this is the thing, like, niggas can be the ugliest pieces of shit and be so fucking popular. That's why I asked you if it's women. Yeah, so I think that it's, I think it's more women. Like, I, I'm sure there's gonna be some type of scenario where it might fit for a man, but I think it's mainly women. If women don't look a certain way, then it's going to be either they have to go, they're after a dim- different demographic or they're just going to have a harder time in life. And is this black because, women? Is this Lizzo black music said, we're talking about? Or is this like across the genre of pop as women? Um, I think it's black women. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't really know white women like that. You know, like Kelly Clarkson has weight issues, but she's really like popular. So I don't know. They just, but again, white people. I think just it's like all the music, man. I'm telling you, it's like music, music and the marketing. Because 
Lizzo doesn't necessarily market to black people. She just markets to people but in general. But this is what she's like. She's literally said in the music in interviews that she makes will, black music. People will always say like, "Oh, you are after the white people, after the white people." She's like, "I'm a black ass woman making music about my black my life as a black woman." She said, by I'm making black-ass music about my black-ass life or some <laughs> shit like that. And I get it. But also your marketing from a team standpoint is not directed to us. It's just not. I, I, I cannot say one thing that she did that went viral in black Twitter. And I don't think that has anything to do with yes, the things her that, weight. The things that went viral in black Twitter was mm. her sitting courtside with her ass out. Yeah. That went viral in Black Twitter, but it wasn't marketed people, to. It wasn't people, marketed to us. And people were like, "Oh, she's so annoying. Oh, why she look like that? Why her ass out like that?" But if I Megan like the Stallion did that, everybody's like, "Oh, look at that ass." Yeah, it's pretty privileged and standards of beauty and what people consider beautiful and whatnot. Those all play into it. But I feel like also, um, in terms of like just marketability, there's. The, there's like a thing where the labels use certain people as divisive, if that makes sense. Like Lizzo is a divisive personality because she's a big girl that's super confident, super talented, and that's threatening to a lot of people who don't like bigger people or whatever the case may be. So you put Lizzo on courtside and you throw up a video, they make sure they post the, put the video on her, they make sure they showed pictures of her going into the game. I remember they had that video of her walking through the tunnel. And you, it, <laughs> okay, for example, I just saw a post the other day, a white girl mm -hmm. posts a bunch of white music, mm -hmm. right? White woman music. And post a bunch of black men music and say, see, women make better music than men. Knowing full and well, they only posted white women and they only posted black men music, mm. right? So they know that it's not just surface level women versus men they're saying. They're saying black music is worse than white music, right? Mm -hmm. Went and looked at their page. Like 200 posts. Mm -hmm. That's it. 200 posts. Okay, Twitter been out since 2009. 200 posts. Scroll down their shit, it's all the same type of stuff, right? And we've talked about these sleeper agents on here before where it's like, there are people that are on Twitter that mm. are not people, and they are literally agents sent to, sent, sent to send us into discourse. Well, that's what Lil Nas X did. He did that. What do you mean? Oh, with the Nicki Minaj thing? Yeah, he created accounts yeah. as a different person to be able to promote his music. Yeah, but like, Secretly. I, mean, I mean, controversy though. I'm talking more so like the $200 date discussions. Mm -hmm. The who's, um, is someone bringing your plate to, is your girl fixing your plate? All these little distracting side conversations that take over the timeline for 48 hours and people are not paying attention to, like Chloe Brown saying, the policies that are being passed, the bills, the different things that are happening in your community because you're so busy arguing about this bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I believe that Lizzo is, they use Lizzo as a tool of that as well. So, like, when something, when Lizzo does something where she shows up to a game innocently dressed in however she wants to dress, they know, it's just like Shade Room, when Shade Room puts up a video and doesn't say anything. 
but they know exactly what's going to happen in that comment section. Mm -hmm. Like when they posted Homeboy from Insecure and his white wife at the wedding. They knew what was going to happen in the comments, but they leave it up to everybody else to argue and bicker about. And that's what I feel like happens on Twitter every week. Mm -hmm. so I check someone's page. They have 90 followers, yet their shit went, has 5,000 likes and retweets, and it's super viral, and the whole timeline is talking about it. There was this girl the other day that everybody's been posting lately saying, who is this? Why are they on my timeline every day all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. There's one verified account. I blocked them like immediately because every day I started seeing them, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. You just came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And it's posing as this black girl. And it's like someone's reverse image and it's somebody else's picture that they're using. So I don't trust none of this shit, man. <laughs> Honestly, they use a lot of these people as divisive, um, especially when you talk about the BBL woman. Mm -hmm. The discussion and discourse that's arisen from that, if you look at the type of woman that gets signed, it's always the same type of look, or they always end up in the same type of look. Mm -hmm. It's like nothing, there's no individuality. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of artists especially, I feel like are tools for divisiveness and discussion and distraction. Mm. And like Lizzo, unfortunately, is one of those characters that they use to throw out there to make us argue and to make us hate each other, especially when you have these black men and, and other men, frankly, who are being trained by Andrew Tate and all these little manosphere fucks. Mm -hmm. And they go and they, you throw out a Lizzo to them and it's like, it's over. Mm -hmm. You know what they're going to do. You know what I mean? And it becomes a way bigger discussion than it has to be because of all these divisive bots. Mm -hmm. So I, I really think it has a lot to do with that as well, where she never got a fair shake online. Not from the, like, from the jump. Mm -hmm. If you were to hear Lizzo's story from anywhere else, anyone else, you'd be, you'd be flabbergasted. Like, mm -hmm. if Kendrick had that story, people would be sucking his dick. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's crazy, man. It's, it's unfortunate she has to go through all that, but we've gone over our time. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. A classic, man. A classic yeah. episode. <laughs> Shout that is for uh, John Tory. Okay, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Chloe Brown for yes, pulling up. Yes, yes, Jamaican queen, um, who you guys hear, you guys heard it here first, man. She's running for mayor again. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure you guys vote this time. All right, I see way more online Twitter votes than actual votes. Yeah. You guys need to really actually get out there. It's the polling stations are not far. They're not expensive. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> like. You'll be fine. And the government's not going to come searching for you just because you filled out a ballot. Like, and work, have, and work have it some, all though. Like, make your friends come with you. Yeah, make it man. Be like make it a group. thing. Make it be like a group, you a know? thing, man. But anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Patreon gang, love y'all. No bonus mm. episode this week. We gave y'all two last week. <laughs> gave y'all two. Um, one of those bonus episodes we'll put out this weekend uh, publicly with Dave Merhej. Big comedian uh, from Rami. Uh, Norm was here with him and mm -hmm. Nitty. Nitty, one of our, our returning guests that's been on the podcast probably three times now, three or four times. Yeah, he's, all, he's always got the hilarious stories. So make sure you guys uh, tune in for that. If you're not on YouTube, if you're listening to this, check us out on YouTube, man. Yes. The video is so much more worth it. The audio is <laughs> great, but you want to see this shit too, man. Yeah. Um, you have anything coming up? Um, well, it's not really announced, so maybe next week I'll 
share that. Another baby. Wow. She's following in Rihanna's footsteps. Hell um, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 uh, no. Extra gravy comedy tonight <laughs> at Comedy Bar. We have a special Black History Month edition with some black Canadian legends, okay? Nice. You guys do not want to miss this. Honestly, it's a very special um, one for me personally yeah um, so norm will be sitting out yeah norm is still uh <laughs> out of the country um, he's racist plus was, he doesn't want to let, support <laughs> can't let non-niggas in the building that night you know what i mean uh, uh, but yeah man come on out comedy bar 9 30 p.m uh we got a great show about five or six comedians that are coming and bringing the heat bringing the heat tonight so comedy bar 9 30 p.m um up. Link is in my bio for tickets on Instagram or on Extra Gravy Show Instagram. And I'm Marlon. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Skr, skr. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 